0: Welcome to the Hunter's Hub, the video game podcast born of the Monster Hunter community. This is your host, Fortuan, joined by co-host Sasha. Welcome back.
1: Hi, glad to be back. How have you guys been?
0: Good. We yeah. had a... It feels like an underwhelming Monster Hunter episode. All this... feels... Like there was not a lot of news in what we thought it was going to be a lot of news, so... Yeah. It was okay, though. You still got. It was good news. Got your it chance happens.
1: to get it out of your system. Talk about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. When I'm um, not sure we talked much about Monster Hunter: because I don't think any of us have been playing it. So I
2: haven't. Here and there.
0: Here and well, yeah, okay. Ace, I, I I imagine you're always at least playing Freedom Unite or something older. I've actually so.
2: been lapsing for a couple of weeks. I've not touched the Vita mm. in a while
0: okay all right
2: so i mean shun on me
0: you're you're already caring more much more about it than sony ever did so you're ahead true on that speaking of which welcome ace our other co-host um and uh today we're catching up we've we've been doing these themed episodes this month uh, you know trying this new formula so we're we're gonna make the uh fourth episode or the last episode of the month most of the time we'll have a list episode if there's a fifth episode um but we're just going to catch up on all the things that we you know been playing and other stuff that's been going on that we haven't really got to talk about since we've had you know the quiz and then we do a news and then we do monster hunter and then the you know this is catch up number four so Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I've been playing a lot of games, so I have a lot to talk about. Because I actually finished a lot, too. Like, since since we've actually had like a, hey, let's talk about this a little more in depth, I have finished both Elden Ring and Triangle Strategy. So, and started a couple other games, and let's say played as much as I'm going to play of them. So.
2: <laughs> Very nice.
0: Like one of them today, um, and then yeah. Also, uh, Ace and I both saw Batman, so we might want to talk about that a little bit as, as
1: spoiler-free oh, as possible because I haven't oh, yeah, seen yeah. it, but I really, really want to.
0: Yeah, it's it's. Good. I've got nothing but good things to say about it.
2: I quite um, liked it. Uh, Andrea gave it like a, I think like a six or a seven out of ten. Uh, Jack fell asleep. Like a third of the way through and then missed like a whole hour of it. And then rated it like oh a, th- gosh. a three out of ten. And I was like, You miss like a third of the movie. How can you give it a rating?
1: I guess you'll just you have kind to of
0: see it. Again. The climax you kind of missed like the culmination of everything happening in that movie if you're sleeping through the back half of it. Yeah. And that's true of almost any movie. <laughs>
2: We'll, we'll see you're if you're sleeping
0: uh, in the third act you're missing
2: stuff well it was technically like the second act that he fell asleep in
0: mm. okay
2: yeah we'll see so if the we'll see act. if like another watch through if he even wants to would change his opinion but yeah whatever
0: he's also a young kid and they have terrible opinions
2: sometimes he's pretty smart for his I mean, age
0: I mean, sure, but I've I've known a lot of younger kids. Like uh, my my friend Brian's younger son, who's about sixteen now, fifteen. I thought you were going to say
2: my friend opinions. Brian. And I was like, oh man. No.
0: <laughs> no, no. It's Jacob that has terrible opinions. No. It's J- Jacob has terrible opinions because, like, uh, he likes Street Fighter of all things. Who likes Who likes Street Fighter? Who cares about Street Fighter? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> that's an ongoing joke with me and him um, mm-hmm. so uh, so I guess Sasha we haven't got to hear from you in a couple of weeks so so I know you've been terribly busy at work as always but uh, still doing through Mass Effect?
1: Yes and you know I have taken Ace's advice and just stayed up late and played anyway and it hurts um, but I have played <laughs> a lot more games uh I did finish <laughs> Mass Effect two. Um
2: Good. Okay. Yep. Come and... over to the dark side.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very dark. Like the dark circles under my eyes. Um, <laughs> and then I started Mass Effect three.
2: Mm-hmm. And well, that's that's what that's what Monster is for.
1: Uh, see, I kicked that habit. It's just cold brew. Don't want to go back. Yeah, cold brew, and I have an espresso machine for for that. Um, and then. I did get Tiny Tina Wonderlands, so that Mm. is probably going to put Mass Effect on hold for a little bit. It's pretty fun so far.
0: I haven't played it yet. I did pick it up, but I have not played it yet.
1: It feels exactly like, I mean, Borderlands, so if you can Mm -hmm. aim and shoot, there's guns that are not guns. They're other weapons. So I have, like, instead Mm -hmm. of a pistol, I have like a little crossbow that shoots either in burst of two or four. I haven't encountered oh, any okay. anything elemental yet for my weapons. Um, and then you have like spell slots, um, your ward for your shield. Hmm. Um, I picked Stabomancer class, which is pretty consistent <laughs> with how I play most Role-playing games, so um, I
0: love that. I love that name, Stabamancer.
1: Yes. So <laughs> eventually he'll get a cloak, um, but it's it's mm. your rogue class.
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, we we picked it up. Chaunce and I both did. We actually had a deal because uh, he he had this problem where the bank uh, did not renew his his debit slash credit card before it expired. Which is supposed to happen automatically and then like he went into the bank like ten days later he's like hey um where's my card like I can't buy things without my card because I don't I de- I have to carry cash now and they're like oh let me look into that and they go on their computer and stuff and then it comes up like oh yeah no one ever ordered it so when do you want it and he's like now <laughs> please so um, during this time where he didn't have a card, he has one now, there, a Schwartz set came out, which is his anime card game thing. And I told him I'd pay for it. So in return, he bought my copy of Tiny Tina, hey. which was about the same price. Um, I got the PS4 version but uh, because the PS5 version just didn't come to my local game store. They just didn't get any. And I just went ahead and did the $10 upgrade because it's just $10 more for the PS5 version anyways. And mm-hmm. you get you get the uh, Dragon Lord pack or something with it?
1: I bought the same version as you, but for Xbox. Because I don't have the better Xbox yet, but when I do, yeah. I don't want to pay an entire $60 again for that game.
0: No, you only have to pay... It's 10 extra. 10. Yeah. 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 Which... Most games have been doing free upgrades, so it's a little weird that 2K specifically hasn't. Like, I think they're the one company that really hasn't done that. They've all been doing paid upgrades. So,
1: I'm not sure what's been going on, at least in the Xbox micro, Microsoft store, just because most of my gaming has been from Game Pass. I haven't bought sure. games in a while. <laughs>
0: So Tiny Tina being the first one in Definitely the
1: first like full price game I have purchased. If I've bought anything it's been very discounted.
0: Um I bought 4 games yesterday. What'd you get? 4 brand new games. So uh wait wait, wait. no, not 4, 5. I'm sorry. Um that were all full priced. So now I didn't pay for Tiny Tina. That was Chance paid for uh, my and his copy, but I did buy three copies of. Yeah, so I did buy three copies of Kirby and the Forgotten Land because of one for me and then one for each of the girls, Mm -hmm. and then I also got um, Stranger of Paradise, which is the Final Fantasy prequel. And when I say Final Fantasy prequel, it is like a prequel to number one, uh, as, as far as I understand. So Final Fantasy one uh, it looked like a, a good action game that I was like, OK, I'm interested. I'm in um, sort of like the new way Square Enix has done things. Square Enix has been kind of winning me over lately. They've been doing a lot of good stuff, um, like as far as like RPGs.
1: They have a big sale right now on Microsoft Store. Like, almost every single one Mm -hmm. of their games are on sale.
0: Hmm. Well, so I picked up Stranger Paradise, three copies of Kirby, and then, I guess, Tiny Tina. Um, I think that's it. I don't think anything else came out that I was super... But the, the three copies of Kirby really set me back. Like, that was... And the girl, but it paid off because most of the time I get a game for the girls and they're like, eh, I'll play it a little bit and I'm done. It was non-stop Kirby today. I, I, <laughs> I swear, the girls and I played like five hours of Kirby all trying to help each other figure stuff out and things. It was just insane. A lot of Kirby. Um, but uh, Tiny Tina is something that I did download it was really weird it's forcing me to download the ps4 version and it like if i delete the ps4 version on my ps5 it just automatically re-downloads it
2: yeah i was like i noticed that with some other game too it's kind of weird
1: i was reading reviews for tiny tina uh kind of just deciding like which version of the game i wanted to get if i was gonna invest in the whole like ultimate pack or not um it seems like people really love it, except for people who are hating it for really arbitrary reasons. Um, sure. I read an article or I read a review where somebody said uh, that it's liberal uh, woke BS and that it happens immediately as soon as <laughs> you start the game. And so I, I'm like, okay, I can't wait to see what this is. Would you like to know what the liberal woke BS is?
0: Is it a, is it a gender slider?
1: Oh, it's not even that. It's uh, Instead of it saying male okay. or female for your character build, it says this one or that one. So it's just like a male kind oh. of body type or a female body type. And then at the bottom... Yeah,
0: Elden Ring does that with type A and yeah, type B body and types. And then at the bottom,
1: you can pick your pronouns. Oh. And all okay. of the features... Um, when you create your character's face, are available whether they're masculine or feminine or androgynous. So apparently, um, people who are not being (laughs) oppressed are really angry about this level of inclusion that doesn't affect them at all.
0: Well, at least that person is, yeah. No, there Uh, were quite
1: a few that were like that. Um oh, when you look okay. at the reviews, I was, I it's like all for... fives and then a bunch of ones, and the ones all say that.
2: No, of course. Mm. Yeah. That's not a good one. So book. I feel like That's... I have
1: to put my first review on Xbox as a five star for this game just to counteract the negativity. Just a,
0: yeah. That's uh it's like it's so bad. That's like It doesn't have like if this happened with like race, (coughs) right? Would be like, like it would be a lot more faux pas thing. People would be like, "Oh, you can't do that. You can't, you can't say that about race." But like, it's just as bad. Like, I don't get why people are like that.
1: I don't know. I feel like it's people who don't actually have things to be angry about in their life.
0: No, maybe not. I guess. Or, or they're just or it focused could be, on the wrong things.
2: Or it could be that they do have things that they're angry about in our life, but they don't have a healthy medium to uh, disclose that, like, say, therapy.
1: Yeah. But, that would be much mm-hmm, better yeah. than being angry about a pronoun selection in a video game or a fictional character mm-hmm. in a fictional world. Yeah,
2: Something that's largely innocuous.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, that reminds me. Uh, my my therapist suggested I get into some like classes, like uh, like w- w- not classes for like
2: like we talk in like that, but like bourgeoisie like, or like...
0: I I like to do I like dance, so I used to do a ballroom dancing class, mm-hmm. and it's gone, it's done, dead. That teacher moved on; she's doing something else. So now I'm going to be starting a Zumba class <laughs> on Tuesday. It just reminded right. me of that. Nice, because I like I like to dance, and I guess Zumba will be the only option for me in my small town.
2: <laughs> I don't. I'm very. The I am very white, and I embarrass myself every every time I attempt. There's the
0: there's but there's a <clears throat> there's a thing. Yeah, I don't dance. You just have, there's a level of. You're good at it, and you care. And then there's the you're bad at it and you don't care. And that's the two type of dancers. I'm the bad at it and don't care.
1: <laughs> I'm the care Fair very enough. much and never been good at it.
0: Okay. I mean. Yep. I, I was just, I don't know. I'm a little excited to try it out. I don't know what Zumba is other than an exercise with sometimes pop and or hip hop music to mm-hmm. it. So we'll see. And something about weights. There's
1: going to be a, a lot. lot of moms in there.
0: Yeah, I get the feeling I'm going to be the only guy again. Maybe not. That was the thing. You with...
1: might not be, but there's going to be a lot of moms in there.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So um, I'm excited to start Tiny Tina's, but I am not starting it till Wednesday. I have a hard cannot play because of Vickering bucks. Cause that is our next game. Mm-hmm. So
1: they have three classes <laughs> with a like familiar type assistant. So you get like, there's how many classes are there? I think there's like six or seven. I don't know. I just, I was like, kept scrolling, 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 scrolling.
0: That's a lot. It's usually like, four. there was
1: a lot. There's one where you get like a little dragon. There's one where you get this mm-hmm. like mushroom, um, and I feel like it's a mix between like shaman and uh, like not quite. I don't know. What's the one where you get like a wildkin and uh, wild? wow? Druid. druid. Yeah. It seems like it's a mix between a druid and a shaman. This class is with the uh, spore. And then okay. there's a third that is, it's like a. A flaming skull with dark energy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I know what my friend Bobby's picking, that one. He's he's always into the necromancer it's, stuff. Yeah, it's
1: definitely a necromancer. There's uh there's like a heavy who seems like not quite uh like a death knight kind of. Sure. Um and then there's one that seems like a paladin.
0: Hmm. Okay. So the paladin slash anti paladin. There's Okay. Yeah, it's, it's very D&D influenced obviously. So I'm I'm very interested to see cuz like D&D's always been my favorite kind of setting. And then cuz Borderlands has always been like the the apocalyptic future thing that has always been like, "Eh, that's not really my my thing." Sort of like Fallout's uh setting. <clears throat> just never that setting in particular has never been, you know, my cup of tea. But D&D definitely is. Like Sword and Sorcery, yes, one hundred percent.
2: Then you got to do so. Uh, I'm Horizon Zero Dawn's I'm, futuristic ap- apocalypse setting.
0: It's on the it's on the list. It's it's there. I've said it every time. It's it's in the stack. Do it. I've got both of them now. I've got both both the first and the, uh, I got Forbidden West. I don't know if I told you.
2: I th- think you did. And I'm I'm a little. Little bit frustrated, but I will resist the temptation because they had the uh special edition that was out of stock for a while and now it's back in stock that has the steel book. Oh, and I'm like, okay, grumble, grumble.
0: I mean, you could do what I did with Metroid Dread I bought the game and then I was like, I really like this, and then I bought the special edition, so I actually have two copies of that game,
2: just but I don't need two copies.
0: I don't need seven copies of Monster Hunter on PS2, but here we are. (laughs) It's not seven; it's four. But (laughs) um, so uh, yeah. But I, uh, speaking of that, I I actually eliminated Elden Ring off of my stack. I have finished it. Done. Caputs, um, like I was saying. So I got an uh, to the uh, audience listening. I got an internet upgrade, which is really good because I wasn't, like I talked about We, Chance and I were not un, able to play together on Elden Ring so I ended up having to solo most of the content in that game which was very difficult for me. Um But mm-hmm. I did it. I beat the game uh, with a heavy shield build and then after I beat the game I figured out there was a shield that was like 20 guard points above what I was using. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll go get that shield. And then I got it and I went and tested it out. I was like, yeah, life would have been so much easier with my build if I had had this shield slash known where it was. I just happened to watch a random YouTube video about it. Like, hey, you want the best guard, guard shield? I was like, wait, what? I'm going to watch this video. <laughs> sure enough, it was in an area that like I had no idea existed because that game is in- immense. Um But I did, like I said, I beat it, and I'm just sort of done. I'm not doing a new game plus on that. Um, It's tough enough. I don't need to go through it again. Um, Mm -hmm. But when we got the new internet, my brother and I were able to play together, and we played together for like 15 minutes just to prove it could work. And then since we had both beaten the game, we're just sort of like, meh. and went off our separate ways. He started watching more anime, and I went back to Triangle Strategy. (laughs) So that was anticlimactic, uh, to say the least. Um, but it was actually really cool that the uh, the internet upgrade because I figured out that we had been been on a thirty megabit per second connection. So I am honestly, out, like just amazed that we were able to run the show, like through my internet, up to Twitch, before, even though it was just us talking, like I am flabbergasted, because 30 is below the minimum that they offer. Like, we actually had to we were grandfathered in from Time Warner, Mm -hmm. and so we actually had to get a new box and everything to switch services. So, yeah, yeah, they don't even carry, they don't even carry the kind of router that we had been using before. It's so old. So it was like, okay, cool, so we got a modem that is a modem standalone, which is actually really in some cases better because now I have more control over the Internet in the house because it used to be the Wi-Fi was through uh, spectrum like the wi fis hardware was spectrums. So like, nope, we can do our own router now and it's working better and everything's better and we can download a bunch of stuff and play a bunch of stuff and there's no issues. <laughs> So we went from thirty to two hundred megabits per second, which is a very significant upgrade.
2: <coughs> yeah, I mean, we took it from like probably the bare minimum of like thirty to sixty to up to four hundred, and usually it averages at like four fifty. So we're we're hmm. pretty set here.
0: Yeah, we we talked about going to the four hundred, and there's even a gigabit that that we can do here we're actually available to do the full like full gigabit and i was just like can we do that and he's like well let's see how 200 does first I'm like darn it dang it I wanted to do the yeah mm-hmm. so I want to go fast uh, yeah yeah I've been on a terrible I've talked how many times have I talked about my terrible internet here yeah <laughs> I want that to be fixed
2: you, you wanna you and wanna be better. doing the Ricky better. Bobby, but with internet,
0: right? Yeah. Um. So yeah that that's been fun. Um. So Ace, what what have you been playing? Because I I would I don't have much else to say about Elden Ring. I know Sasha, your husband's been playing it, but it sounds like he's just been kind of he
1: he beat it. He is waiting to new game plus because he doesn't want to get stuck in new game plus when DLC comes out. Um, so we just created a oh. different character with different class build and it's playing
0: through again. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are doing. They're just creating alternate characters. My brain—it's the same with Monster Hunter. It's just like, uh I don't feel like doing that all over again. I'll just respec or whatever on this character <laughs> if I need to. But uh, Ace, what's what's uh, what's been going on?
2: Well. There you go. Besides playing the part of a uh, internet drama observer, uh, I've been doing a lot of Horizon Forbidden West, playing mm-hmm. through that game, even though there are articles out that are like, blah blah blah, amount of players have already finished the game, and I'm like, did they play the side quest too? Like, there's a lot to the game. So... I mean My...
0: a lot of people are finishing Elden Ring. It's massive as well. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't really see the problem with people finishing a game. Not like it's an online component, right? It's just I a think it's more so game. that I
2: just don't have as much time as I used to or I'm not taking as much time as I used to. So Sure. Okay. I've been cutting back here and there. Um, and then yesterday I picked up uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Island. I've been playing a little bit of that, enjoying the uh, mouthful mode, where you can turn Kirby oh, yes. into smashing stairs or turn him into a uh, soda machine gun and just yeah. obliterate the, the all the faucets. Yeah, the vending machine gun
0: is so fun. Like when you turn into a vending machine, it turns into like this, this, uh, like almost Galaga in certain X. Ex- Sections, you're like shoot everything before it gets to me. Mm-hmm. The the game is really creative and fun, um, but it is less like Mario Odyssey and more like 3D Land than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a little bit more linearish levels that are still 3D, but they're they're not completely open levels like like a uh, 64 or Odyssey or something like that.
2: Yeah, and I'm kind of seeing that I need to keep my eyes peeled because there's like those secret side quests to get like more of the um mm-hmm. the dds Dee or whatever
0: the waddle dees yeah.
2: yeah like i said like I, I don't know if you saw my twitter post but this is like the first kirby game i've played since like nightmare in dreamland and that was on <laughs> fucking game boy <laughs> so that's that's yeah. like decades ago
0: <laughs> yeah <clears throat> Uh, like I said, I got it for me and the girls and I played it a lot today. Like mm-hmm. I, I played a little bit yesterday, but we're, I'm like in world two and I'm doing like a completionist run. So I've completed, I've gotten everything and every level up until where I'm at, which is like halfway through world two, mm-hmm. so, but I go back a lot and I'm sort of like teaching the girls where things is on the TV, replaying a level and having them follow along and stuff. They've actually been enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, uh, Emery doesn't care. Emery's like in world four right now and mm-hmm. just smashing through everything. And I'm like, <laughs> holy cow, kid! And then she's she'll just sit there and she'll be like, Cece, I'm better than you. I'm beating you. I'm I already beat that level. You're slow. Like,
2: <laughs> jeez, kid, calm down.
0: Oh, oh no, yeah, what? I love Emery, but she is she is maximum sass. She is <laughs> she is she is something else sometimes. Like she was telling me, she's like, Daddy, you're bad at this game. <laughs> and, and I was like,
2: All right. I'm still learning how to play.
0: Give All me right. a break.
2: Time to put her down on Elden Ring. Or Dark Souls. Let's go. She not do it. Sit down the child.
0: Daddy, that's too scary.
2: Punish the child. <laughs>
0: now she she does like playing monster hunter though I mean they have rise
2: mm-hmm.
0: so they they see uh they see uh what was it was it a Beaz, basil goose I think they saw mm-hmm. on mine and they are like I don't want to play this game anymore I'm done out <laughs> bye too scary
2: have them play against uh seeding basil geese and iceborne that one's way way more terrifying. I do have
0: on PC. I do have it on <clears throat> Steam. So, mm-hmm.
2: uh,
0: they played as like I had like a Lance character, and they had to fight a devil jail once, and yeah, they did not like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, so how far have you gotten in Forgotten Land? Are you still like in World One or Two or something?
2: Still in World One. I've I've mainly just been playing it on little breaks here and there i haven't actually okay. like sat down and invested any significant time i would say so
0: there's there's some actually like a lot of people were like upset about the game on twitter of course you know we just talked about why are we upset about the the gender thing and in tiny tina but there's another like stupid thing that people are upset about for kirby it's like There's this. They show this thing. If there's an optical illusion, like you're saying, let's say use the cutter ability, which throws out the blades, Mm -hmm. and if it looks like on the screen that it hits it, but it 3D wise is actually in front of it, or uh, and you just the monster's just behind it, and you just missed, it'll count as a hit. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And they actually showed that off on Twitter, and people were like, ah, you know, you're making it baby mode. You're making it, you know, blah blah. This is like. Actually, no, that's kind of cool and helpful, because, like, in a 3D game, if you just miss on, because of an optical illusion, they kind of, you know, for a younger kid who might be playing, you might feel bad, like, no, I hit him! I swear I did! It looked Mm -hmm. like I hit him, and it should have hit him! And this is what the game does, it's just like, yeah, it just hits him, even though you really didn't, it just hits him, so... Um, there's a couple things like that but I will say this game can be challenging like there is like to get all the waddle like the completionist aspect is challenging because the the end boss for world one which I know you haven't got to yet so I won't spoil you too much on it but there is one of the waddle D challenges is don't get hit mm-hmm. and it's like I had to I had to put my tryhard pants on a couple times to do it because i had to do it and then Cece couldn't do it and she was upset that she couldn't i was like okay so it took me three four attempts to do it on her save after having already done it on mine Mm -hmm. so i it's not easy um even with like the new tools and stuff that kirby has to defend he's just like not getting hit it's not an easy thing
2: yeah and you can apparently upgrade your weapons and Forms and stuff in this game too. I haven't gotten to that part yet. I know there's like the <clears throat> the Waddle Dee village that you can go to. I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't gone to that. I've just been going straight to one level sure. after the other.
0: The the upgrades are kind of what excited me about this game when I saw the announcement because you know you always had the the quintessential Kirby stuff. It's like, hey, here's fire hat and here's ice hat, and they're just going to do the same you know four or five moves that they always do but now the fire hat turns into like what they call the volcano hat Mm -hmm. and you're like shooting out like ball like these burning boulders now that actually do more damage and stuff so it's like you just get straight up upgrade the abilities it's actually really cool to see some
2: i was i was already intrigued from that stuff and then they showed the mouthful mode trailer and i was like you got me that's Oh, it's I'll hilarious!
0: It. It's hilarious when K- Kirby eats the top half of a car and then can just zoom really fast. Mm-hmm. Like, just the idea that Kirby can—and he—they do a lot of thing in the game to like personify the car because it's Kirby controlling the car, so it looks mm-hmm. like something in cars. Well, they'll move their wheels and stuff, and like, like reactions to things.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I like how his little like, little feet are just dangling off the end of it, and then like. Mm-hmm. There was there was some art on Twitter I saw posing the question of like how he drives the car and I like the one of like his tongue just like latched onto the steering wheel.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, I guess that's uh, a lot about Kirby. Uh, Sasha, have you have you looked into Kirby with your Switch or are you are you kind of just waiting for something? I still
1: haven't even really put time into the Pokemon games that I have so (laughs)
0: okay that's fair I mean we do have Scarlet and Violet coming out in uh, November
1: Yeah, but uh, Weird West is going to be on Game Pass next week so
2: that's probably more likely
1: going to happen
2: Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga is right around the corner too
0: I know you've been touting that one. We, we've all been saying things, and then Ace comes in, but LEGO!
2: but <laughs> <What laughs> fun LEGO Star Wars. Uh,
0: you know, the LEGO games are good. Don't get me wrong. I just haven't played them in years. I, I just I think
1: the last one I played was the Harry Potter one. And that was, you, like, when you, it you came to, out, too.
2: You need to get back into it, because there were clips from some of the previous games, or from the more recent versions excuse mm-hmm. me, of the previous games. Um, and you know uh, Watto from the prequels, the yeah. fat flying guy, um, they they have clips of him in The Phantom Menace when Qui-Gon is getting to know Anakin and he's like selling red flags. So he's like selling red flags as like, Qui-Gon's trying to Recruit Anakin to be a Jedi. Just, just (laughs) clever, dumb, little cheesy moments like that. I like, and they've always had like the goofy comedy with like the the voices and stuff like that. And then they also, I think, because I think you can toggle between them if you want in the game too. So that'll be an interesting Mm. feature.
0: It's interesting. Wouldn't it be funny if you could just turn certain characters to only be mumbles?
2: hmm
0: <laughs> Like, everyone else speaks normally, but this one character you don't like just mumbles the whole time? Yeah. That'd be hilarious.
2: Oh, my God. I forget. Oh, what was it? Um, I saw it on Twitter. There's a game that came out recently or something like that that people uh, didn't like the audio. And so apparently on, like, the PC version, people just straight went into, like, the files and deleted lines of audio. And apparently Mm. in the game it just skips it. Mm. I want to say it was a Borderlands game, but I'm not sure.
0: You mean Tiny Tina's? Because that's the only recent Borderlands thing.
2: Maybe. Let me check. That
0: came out yesterday. I'd be surprised. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. People probably stayed up all night and played the whole thing by now. Some of them. <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy the Lego comedy, though. The, the like, the movies seem to have the same kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, just on a, a more, I don't know, fleshed out level, because they're a little more concise because it is a movie versus you know, a 60 hour game sometimes or however long the Lego games are. I don't think they're 60, but 10 or so, Mm
2: -hmm. you know,
0: a lot easier to fit something in two and a half hours than 10.
2: Yeah.
0: Make it feel concise. So, um, so for me, um, I've talked about this a little bit with, uh, triangle strategy. I really highly suggest this game to anyone who likes strategy RPGs. Um, I finished the game, it is the first game in my entire gaming career that I have went back and said, yes, New Game Plus immediately, I am going to play it again. Um, even though I have the giant stack of games I want to get to, I am still going to be playing New Game Plus on Triangle Strategy. And part of it is that the gameplay is really fun Um, The only thing that I feel is a little lacking, and I I got a little bit more of a taste of it because I just didn't get certain characters, is uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, which is, you know, sort of my introduction to the strategy RPG, had a lot more bombastic and awesome summons and, like, really, like, awesome-looking spells. And this one is a little more tame on that end. You don't get these, like, world-ending explosions on the battlefield or something, it looks like, that comes out of the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. I found them later on. They're in later game stuff, but this game, um, I guess I talked a little bit about alternate paths, but I didn't realize there's also characters that you can unlock. And I didn't know that they were optional characters and like whole other, like there's certain characters that you can only get based on certain storylines that you choose. So like early in the game, there's a, there's an, uh, there's a, there's a choice. And I thought the choice was either... Usually, in modern games, I'm so used to this, Is like, here's a choice, but you're going to go and you're going to get like maybe two separate lines of dialogue and then it's going to converge back together and everything's going to be the same, right? Mm -hmm. You unlock a whole different unit based on which path you go. Like, Mm. a whole different person of your team. And I'm like... Interesting. What? And it's not even close. It's not even like they're like yin and yang like this person is this person like the person that I unlocked on my first playthrough is an archer and he's very unique as far as because all the other archers they do like arcing shots and they have like a lot of like lockdown of like can't move and that kind of stuff but this guy he's like a brute archer he does a lot of high damage but he doesn't do a lot of lot he has to have a lot of direct sight um, but he can do stuff like hit you with an arrow and knock you back four spaces and stuff like that. Like he's a pretty cool archer, and I really liked him. The alternate path is a mage, is an ice mage, which is an entirely different thing. Like I didn't, like I didn't have access to ice magic before, and then I do the second playthrough, and I got this ice mage, and I'm like, what? <laughs> this is entirely different. This is like a whole, di- and it works more like the other mage you have, which is supposed to be in your party, Frederica, which is. Storyline-wise, your main character's betrothed wife, and she's a pyromancer. And this other person you unlock is a cryomancer, which, you know, ice, pyro, cryo, yeah, fire, Mm -hmm. you get it. Um, But he's, like, a really cool character and fleshed out. Like, all the characters are really cool and fleshed out. And then you get, like, characters based on, like, there's three stats that you can increase based on how you interact with people. So it's, like, morality utility and liberty and based on your actions and how you talk to people, those stats will raise and certain characters will join your party. Once you hit enough of a certain stat, um, which I have now hit all of those stats. I've unlocked all of those kind of optional characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them is a barrel. I'm not even kidding. It's like a robot that is like his body is a barrel mm-hmm. and his class is a mathematician. <clears throat> and if you're familiar with Final Fantasy Tactics, there was a mathematician class in that. And it literally says, like, the the, the attack is, like, everyone who is level s- divisible by seven is going to take, like, 400 damage. Go. Psh. Like, you just do a bunch of math, and you're trying to figure out which ones are going to hit the most of your enemies. And then, you like, it's a really weird class. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all sorts of crazy, like... It just, like the second playthrough was like blew my mind of like how much different. So what I did, there's actually a, um, at the end, there's like, sort of like, it leads up to this choice of like three paths that you can sort of end the game with. And, uh, I, I mentioned this on the discord where the path that I chose, I was like, very, yes, I like this direction. There's so- certain things I don't like like, it's not all the best, but we're going to make it through, and it's going to be awesome. It wasn't awesome. It had a very sad ending. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I teared up because it was very emotional and very, like, like, uh, um, tragic at the same time. So it was, like, a very, like, bittersweet ending, and I was just like, oh, and then I learned there is a golden path that is none of those three options. And if you only, if you exactly meet the right conditions, you actually choose, uh, you actually get the canonical ending. So that's what my second playthrough is going to be. Is I want to see the canonical ending.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And because of the all different branching paths you can do, I'm trying to unlock the other characters. And I figured out there's a character that I absolutely cannot unlock because in order to do the optimum path, I have to basically choose the same option I did the first playthrough in one of the scenarios to unlock one of the situations where I talked about, you unlock one character or the other. I'm going to have to unlock, I'm going to have to go through the path that unlocks the character I already have to, to do the golden path. Uh, one of the requirements. And I'm like, Hmm, that sucks. So, but they, but it does say that in order to the minimum amount of playthroughs from beginning to end, to unlock every character is four. Because you do have to go through all four of those ending paths to get everybody. Mm -hmm. So, the path that I chose got me... Who did they give me? I don't remember. I don't like them. They're not in my party. I don't use them. (laughs) But, yeah. It's just... You can unlock just about anyone that, you know, isn't a straight-up enemy in that game, too. Like... Mm -hmm. You'll meet someone and you're like, hey, that person looks interesting. And then, you know, a chapter or two later, they're in your party if you do the right thing. So I actually really enjoy it for that reason. Uh, Awesome story and stuff. But gameplay is awesome if you like strategy RPGs as well. But it's a lot more tame than some other ones, I would say. And not like uh, if you're more something uh, used to something like XCOM or something like that, where it's a lot of cover and that kind of stuff, it's not quite like that. You don't have to worry too much about stuff like that. and um, Like, walking into threat range and getting shot immediately is not super a thing. It's like a ability on a unit you have, and you have to activate it. And it's not even that good. I'd rather just have her fly up and shoot people um, with her arrows. So, yeah, triangle strategy. Play it. It's awesome. I don't want to spoil it, but I kind of do. I really do want to talk about this game. Cause it's so awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's another Square Enix game. Also, it's the Octopath Traveler, you know, uh, team on Square Enix. So, like I said, they're kind of they're kind of winning me over, and I've never really been a Square Enix fan mm-hmm. until apparently now. Maybe we'll see, because Final Fantasy never really did it for me. I only really like Tactics and 7 for a while. So, and I, I assume being an Xbox person, Sasha, you didn't play a ton of Final Fantasy, even though it's been there for a little while.
1: Nope, not a lick of it.
0: <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I have never really got into it either. I am. Um,
1: I actually, I tried to play, oh, what's the one with Lightning? 13?
0: Yeah, thirteen. Yeah,
1: tried to get <laughs> into that. Probably wasn't the best choice for my entry point. From what I've yeah, gathered. I was like,
0: unfortunately, yeah. You, I think you hit probably the the least favorite of all of them so far.
1: Probably it didn't do the franchise any favors.
0: No, it was and it was also the most linear of all of them too, like extremely so. So um so Ace you've been playing anything else?
2: Um I imagine at some point I'll have to start uh <clears throat> my uh digital version of uh Doubles Third on the Wii U because because of the whole situation around that. Yeah. Uh have you seen It
0: can't be good though. They I mean the game was seen... garbage for a reason. Eh.
2: I, I'll I'll leave my game grumps just analysis did it away. I... Huh?
0: Game grumps just made it hilarious because of their voices. That's all the the, the characters they made up while playing it.
2: Yeah, and you think I'm not going to do something similar?
0: I mean, fair. Okay, there's a little bit of a difference between me and you. You have like a family to play with and actually enjoys games. I'm just by myself in my room playing games most so the time. Yeah, it's not, yeah, <laughs> there's not an just audience ed- to entertain goop off yourself,
2: with. dude. But like uh,
0: I do occasionally, yeah.
2: But like I mean, just, just looking at.
0: Oh my prices gosh! For yeah, physical six hundred and thirty-five dollars. Wonderful. Wonderful people on the 700, internet. Seven hundred. Seven hundred factory sealed. Oh my gosh!
2: Game oh, there's what did you do? There's one that's like. Actually, two. Oh, there's one that's like graded 9.8A+. Deep blue badge. Listed for $12,500.
0: Oh my gosh. They need to not grade video games, okay? I'm sorry. They need to not grade physical video games. I understand why that happens with trading cards because they can have play damage. And that could affect the price. Just having a box with a video game in it is not going <laughs> to.
2: Well, I mean, it could, it could have potential scratches on the uh, plastic of the cover and chips on the plastic of the box. Uh, the disc could also have scratches. So, who are we to, you know? You'd have to open at-
0: it. You'd have to open it to see the disc scratches, which would break the whole integrity of it, wouldn't
2: it? <clears throat> Yeah, but who are we to to scoff in the in the faces of these a- ass- Uh
0: concerned buyers and or consumers of video games in mm-hmm. the same? Shop. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. So like, I think that was like the first day of like the announcement of the Wii U shop and the 3DS shop eventually getting shut down. I was like, well. There goes my Devil's opportunity. Devil's third. Yeah, By you this. know what?
0: I told you. Like, I actually had that game pre-ordered, and I canceled it because of how bad it was on reviews.
2: You're a stinker. You could have. You could have saved me a couple hundred dollars.
0: I'd have kept it, man. I wouldn't have given it to you if that was the case. I'd have kept it.
2: You're not a good friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because I won't give you a game I bought, like potentially bought, you know, in two thousand twelve, I guess, or two thousand thirteen, or whatever it was.
2: Well you. before I knew you, I trade you stuff.
0: <laughs> oh boy, it's my GameStop much, um, has a bunch
2: of the Monster Hunter amiibos. I trade you. Oh,
0: the uh, the, <coughs> the local game store uh, my friend runs, uh, the Game On. They got uh, a PS5 while I was there uh, Wednesday. They got a PS5 traded in. This guy had bought it for his son and his son had played it twice and he was like look, it's going for enough we're just going to sell it because all you do is play your Switch and on your phone. Like You don't play it enough. And the kid was just okay with that. So the guy went in and sold his PS5 for a really good price for having bought it and then Mm -hmm. It was a madhouse. There was like 17 because they posted it on Facebook. They got a PS5 and it was like 17 people that came. And, you still got the PS5? You still got that? Like, Like so many people. It was out the door like nearly the second it came in. Yeah. Like holy cow. I was just lucky to, to get one the way I did. And then chance finally got one through them because they actually reserved uh, the, the system. They're like. Chauncey needs it. He's been asking. So like he got first dibs, of course he got it. And then I guess they got another PS (coughs) five like a couple days ago as well. Uh huh. So it was just it was just interesting to see like how quickly people were to jump on the PS five. And like we're post a year, right? Like this is
2: Yeah. We're almost year and a half. Two years now. I think.
0: Are we? I thought it was okay. I've I might have had no. I might have had mine a year now. I might have just now had mine a year,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I got mine well after release. So yeah, you might be right.
2: I was at launch, so.
0: Oof, boy. <clears throat> well, I still haven't seen a Series X either. So.
2: <laughs> I've seen Series S's.
0: Yeah just insane how how I don't know how, how much they just fly off the shelves mm-hmm. I don't know so uh People be anything crazy. else you've been doing Sasha <coughs>
1: mm, nothing that I've been playing I've been watching a lot of movies mm-hmm. too but not Batman
0: yeah you get there <laughs> It's good. It's so good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I actually... I think I've mentioned this before. I, I figured out that Voodoo has 14K things, so I eventually just like sort of break down and just bought a bunch of Voodoo movies because I just couldn't find... Because I like mm. having watching stuff in uh, Ultra HD or 4K or whatever because I can now. So I bought a lot of movies recently. Like I bought the uh, Karate Kid trilogy um haven't watched that yet uh, um
2: I finally uh caved and subscribed to uh paramount plus and then oh yesterday or the day before day before I think it was I watched the uh new jackass movie if you're looking for oh, okay. looking for some good uh stress relief while still in this uh quarantine too- hellscape that's do they still do the ultra-gross
0: stuff, too? Because, like, I'm okay with the physical comedy stuff they do, but There's sometimes some stuff the ultra-gross stuff.
1: I yeah. Is it tamer than the others? Because I feel like since they're all sober, that they're not doing some of the things that they well, used not, to do.
2: Not so much on, like, the tamer for, like, the sober purposes, but just, like, because they're getting older. Like, mm-hmm. they can't do a lot of the stuff that they used to do. Uh, I mean, Johnny Knoxville did get, like, a... He, he did a skit at the at the end with a bowl and ended up getting a concussion and like broken ribs and stuff. So like obviously you can't you can't keep doing that for too long or you're you're gonna punch your ticket pretty soon. Oh yeah. Um. But they they had a lot of fun skits and they are like newcomers to the series. Um. There was one skit where uh, one of the newcomers, his dad. Uh did one with uh Danger Aaron, who's one of the veterans. Uh they have like these two don't clear dome heads that have a tube in the middle and then a drop chute in the middle. And uh they drop a tarantula in the middle and so they start like blowing to try and get it into the others uh dome. And the uh, newcomer's dad, he's like a ex-convict, ex-gangbanger type, and they say he's like supposedly not afraid of anything. But his son's like, nah, anything that's not in the hood, we don't we don't screw with. And so like the tarantula ends up like being in his his dome, and he's like he like grabs Johnny Knoxville's shirt and like the 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 wildlife manager or, like the trainer whatever the guy that owns the spider he like grabs his shirt so he's like holding on to them both like super tight like about to lose it
0: Hmm. pretty funny
2: um i'm
0: not sure i want to you know i'm not super afraid of spiders or anything like snakes like that because i I, you know growing up in (coughs) rural ohio i have attempted to catch snakes as a younger kid Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff and I see giant spiders all the time. I would not want one in a dome over my head. I that would freak me out one hundred percent. Well, they, they have
2: they have two 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 funny skits involving snakes. Um, there's one where they have uh, two of the newcomers and Stevo doing mind yeah. challenges. Um, the first is the, the newcomer is a girl and she's supposed to lick the uh, electric lollipop so it's just a taser on the end of a stick so they just have her lick the taser a bunch of times Uh, then the second one newcomer he has to give a uh, Texas rat snake kisses and then uh, Steve-O's was the uh, skateboard guillotine so essentially it's skateboard goes like down on like the board side the edge of the board directly onto mm-hmm. his shins mm. and it was like initially Johnny raised it like halfway to like the halfway mark so that was like two or three feet Stevo was like up all the way so it was like a five to six foot drop directly onto his, sh- his shins and the other two were like completely quiet but he was like ah! <laughs> Cause like that, that's gotta Jeez. hurt.
0: Oh man, um, that's and then the See, other like that. The the one that I didn't like, like, and I don't remember if it's the first movie or they was in their show or whatever. Uh huh. But they they put their thing in a sock and then put it in a snake cage. Yep. And then had the snake bite it, and I was just like, "No, this is this is terrible.
1: That I can't." I feel Let's like see, all of you, you the worst that. skits in my brain were Stevo skits.
0: Yes, yeah.
2: Well, see. You that say guy that guy was like. But the whole intro, a sheer
0: masochist.
2: The the whole intro involves a, uh, one of the uh, cast members members in a uh, costume, and then towards the end of the skit, they involve a uh, snapping turtle.
0: That's not okay. That will take it right <laughs> off. That is <clears throat> snapping turtles will take off a thumb. So, oh, like... yeah. and that has bone.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Uh, but the second skit involving a snake. Uh, they they pose it like uh, uh, Johnny Knoxville is gonna be doing like a close encounter type thing with like a rattlesnake. Um. Mm-hmm. So then they have everyone leave the room, and then they're all going to enter in pairs. So they leave their room to get, like, mic'd up and stuff. Uh, Then when they enter in, uh, shortly after the doors close and the lights get turned off, and then Johnny Mm -hmm. starts messing with them, uh, Silence of the Lambs style. They even call it Silence of the Lambs, I think, or Buffalo Bill or something like that. Uh, And then at one point they, like, or when they leave the room, they switch out the buckets with the one that has the rattlesnake to just an empty one. And then at one point, he just knocks it over and they have, like, an automated snake sound.
0: Mm. And, like,
2: everyone starts freaking out. Uh, Mm. And, like, the original door that they enter through is, like, completely locked, but they have a, a side door that leads to safety where it's, like, a bunch of pots and pans suspended from the ceiling. And then, like, there's like a 3 to 4 foot square section on the floor that's just lube and marbles and then they've got like a a wall set up with like upside down thumbtacks and mouse traps and then like a little further on on the floor there's thumbtacks and mouse traps so i would say they they still find way good ways to mess with each other and make each other freak out and flip
1: that's in one of the other movies, too, oh. where they play... Don't they play a game of, like, racquetball in a room full of mousetraps? Um,
2: oh, my
0: gosh. That's terrible. I think so.
2: I know there was one where they did uh dodgeball in the dark. Or it was it was medicine ball, dodgeball in the dark, I yes. think. Yes, yes. So, that was when they were playing yes. with
1: all the military-grade weapons.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Jackass loves to play with military-grade weapons and, like police car- crowd control items and stuff like mm-hmm. that
0: <clears throat> see that's just that's just not okay like you're you're seriously gonna get hurt by one of that stuff honestly
1: I'm I'm kind of fine with them getting hurt it's the like like the vomit omelette that no I don't want to watch that
0: oh okay yeah and there was that bit with the horse and they had to drink everything and I, that was just oh that was rough that I cannot that is- there's
2: yeah, there's some other similar stuff in this one.
0: As cool, so. I'm as not to be watching expected. it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, not watching it. Well, there's a Thank free. Thank you very much. I was cons-
1: a free month Paramount Plus with Game Pass. Been waiting mm-hmm. to see when I'm gonna get it, because I think there's something else coming out on Paramount Plus soon.
2: Yeah, isn't? There, I mean, there's the Halo series uh, that's mm-hmm. coming out or is out. Uh, they also ha- have Halo. the other Jackass movies on there too
0: maybe i'm wrong there's the uh there's the alan tudyk show where he's an alien that i've been wanting to see but that may not be on paramount that may be on like amc or something like like some other television channel that's one i've been wanting to see Mm -hmm. but i mean i haven't i haven't been watching i stopped watching criminal minds for about two weeks now i haven't been watching any of that i've been mostly just when i'm watching something it's mostly been youtube lately right Speaking of which, I saw a really hilarious video that was like Kermit on Omegle. So, like, someone had, uh, was doing <coughs> a, they had a Kermit puppet and they were doing a pretty close to Kermit impression. It was a little, a little off, but, uh, it would do this, like, you know, Omegle's like the random, random, like chat random video chat. Yeah. yeah. So he was trying to pick up girls on Omegle, was the premise. Uh, uh, kermit hitting on women and on omegle or something like that and uh he'd be like hey what's up and then like the the girls would be like oh my gosh it's kermit and they're like what what's you know what's going on with you and you know like they think think it's someone and he and he'd do like a he'd do like his really raunchy pickup line and then he'd hold up a cucumber like in front of him and i was just (laughs) like oh my god and it was just all reactions of these these women just being like, oh my god, most of them just shut off right there, disconnect immediately. Most of them are just like gone. It's like, okay, that's a learned behavior, I suppose. <laughs> like, ooh. Um, but it was pretty funny. Some of them were. A couple mm. of them asked, like, where's Miss Piggy? And then like Miss Piggy comes up from the bottom of the camera and you're like, oh no. <laughs> It's just like super dirty Kermit stuff. I was just like, "Holy yeah. cow! Who thought of this?" <laughs> um, and I, I don't know why it got suggested to me because actually, what I've been watching is like these epic fail moments for Elden Ring, which have been pretty funny, like mm-hmm. rage moments and reactions and stuff. And, it, and that might be why it came up because you know, just humor stuff. See, I guess. See, and,
2: because of this whole, this whole drama sphere that I've involved myself in, Elden Ring is like. The trigger word.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So is it the same thing as last week that you're talking about, where? Well, because Elden Ring the whole and...
2: the whole thing evolved way past Elden Ring, because if you remember, it's oh, it's the person. Well, in Sasha question. wasn't
0: here for that, so.
2: So it, what was
0: I can't remember. Sasha, was it like are Elden you... Ring needed an easy mode or something like that, or
2: yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Sasha, do you do you know what my, Elden Ring and from yeah. software games are notorious for?
1: Yeah, being really hard. And my husband told me that there's people that are flexing on other people online about beating certain boss before it was patched to be easy.
2: Nope, nope, completely different scenario from this. This this I whole mean, scenario. I is... did. I
0: beat a couple before they patched it. And I was. Just, I wasn't flexing on people, but I was proud of it.
2: So so, there's this guy who is a uh, apparently, allegedly, uh, self-described uh, TV calibrator master, um, but he occasionally does like movie reviews and game reviews and stuff like that. And he made okay. one for Elden Ring in which that he he didn't enjoy the game. Apparently, it was his first in the uh, From Software series. And, uh, he, I guess, didn't do well because he describes the experiences. You just die over and over again and lose all your shit. Um, which I mean, I
0: mean, if you're doing bad at the game, that's what will happen. Yes.
2: Yeah. And, uh, one of the things that he got wrong that people criticized him for was that when you lose everything, you can't get it back, which isn't true. You just have to go back to where you died before you get killed again. Um, uh, he said that in his opinion, uh, a game that is not for everyone, isn't a game that is worth making. So essentially games need to be homogenized in his eyes to be easy and or accessible to anyone that picks it up to which obviously a lot of people There is something to countered. be said
0: about accessibility for a game. No, and sure, I agree, but,
2: uh, one of the but not, main
0: not entirely homogenized
2: now. The the way one of the main main uh, sides in this story put it, uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Richard Review Tech USA, I talk about him pretty frequently. The way he put yeah. it is I agree with him that there needs to be an easier mode. Uh, I would say it should be in the form of a fisted without sandpaper mode. So mm. essentially easier to to accomplish, but still has that edge of difficulty. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that they, and plus, like a lot of people have pointed out in like comments and stuff around like Bloodborne and Dark Souls and stuff, like your easy mode is like summoning people in with multiplayer to help you, because like yeah, you can easily. I mean, get which was someone. not
0: an option for me, but yes, right. that is that is part of it. Yeah, right. And also, even with, playing magic.
2: Right, Anything and some magic. People, some people were saying yeah. that too with the game, especially for Elden Ring. Is that magic is like an easy mode? Which if I if I do start a playthrough on it, because Andrea was the one interested in it more so than me, uh, mm. we'll see about that. If I do magic or something like that, if I do start it up, uh, but I will say things if good
0: shield mode not that bad. If you get the right stuff, shield mm-hmm. mode isn't that bad either. I'm not a an amazing gamer and I did okay with it.
2: Right. And like uh the whole situation went past that pretty quickly because people were a Digging. critical critical of his errors in his review, critical of his bad opinion on all games need to be for everyone and easy. Well he got and then he got he,
0: dogpiled, essentially. Yeah, and then
2: he also uh, content claimed a guy who, like, mm-hmm. in complete fair use, uh, made a, a critique of his video <clears throat> and mm-hmm. was, like, talking point, talking points through the whole thing. So, like, 70% of the video was, like, his own content, and then, like, 30% was the original guy's content, like, from his mm-hmm. review of the game. But, like that's the thing it doesn't matter if it includes like i would say up to like 70 to 80 percent is the context of how it's used because if you're critiquing someone's evaluation of something that falls under fair use because yeah
0: like it's not uncommon to do a movie review and show clips of the movie that you're talking about and or you know at least trailer stuff for a movie which, you know, they get content claimed, too, because YouTube's algorithm is stupid and terrible. But
2: Well, not just know. that, but, like, companies. Companies are notorious for just wanting to scrape up all the money that they can for themselves.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, recently, oh,
2: yeah. Uh, totally not Mark. I don't know if you know him. I know him because he's somewhat big in mm-hmm. the Dragon Ball YouTube sphere because he does a lot of, like, artwork and um, theory theorizing content. Uh, he recently got like basically attacked by Toei animation and like 150 plus of his videos were taken down. So like years, years of his work were taken down and eventually settled where, uh, Japan won't have access to the videos or can't see them, but everywhere else can see the videos because Japan is weird about their copyright laws as opposed to Mm -hmm. everywhere else. Um,
0: Yeah. They have a lot of very different privacy laws, too. Very, very much more strict than we do.
2: Yeah. And then, so, uh, back at the plot, um, this guy, a lot of people started digging into him because, you know, he seems like a TV TV calibrator in, like, the AV space. So, like, it was kind of weird that he was... Leaving reviews, especially ones with like such flawed information, and mm-hmm. and like opinion opinionated. Uh, uh, well, how do I say it? Uh, there, debatably there incorrect takes on sure, game there, but there
0: is merit for an outside opinion as well. Mm-hmm. Th- th- I always feel that there's merit for that of you know something that is less experienced with. A, the genre, or B, you know, the company, or anything like that. Um, Sasha, you said, you looked like you were going to say something earlier.
1: Yeah, just <clears throat> thinking that this idea that all games should be easily accessible, isn't that what YouTube is for? Like watching some or Twitch, like watching somebody play the game if you're not able to play it?
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah. So there's and there's I mean- some of that, yeah
2: there are like developers making games more accessible yeah i mean
1: like mass effect right now um originally it was just mass effect 3 and andromeda that had this casual mode um where it's just i don't even think you can die in combat and it's pretty much just watch watch the movie make choices get the whole like mass effect experience and it it is for people who can't like actually play these like first or third person shooter games or like any of this stuff in mm-hmm. real time because of whatever like physical disability that they have but they still want to enjoy the game. So they added it to Mass Effect one and two in the remastered versions, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool, but I don't I don't want to play on casual, but just because they added it just because mm-hmm. they added that feature didn't take away from my own enjoyable experience. But if the next Mass Effect game comes out and it's you know it's casual mode for everybody because we're gonna streamline it, like I don't I don't want to play. Isn't that a telltale game?
2: Yeah. Um, And so, like, people started digging into this guy's accounts and stuff because it was linked to his YouTube and stuff. Uh, And on the Twitter, people found some very hateful stuff from back in 2018 uh, because there was one that was like a comment on a uh, last of us part two behind the scenes thing that Neil Druckmann had posted uh, in which uh, his account and we'll get into why I'm using quotation marks uh, basically said why could why couldn't you have been a pulse victim because they're putting gay propaganda into games and stuff like that, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I, found, I found a video based off of uh, the Facebook page that he has since deleted, because he's deleted the Facebook page and the Twitter. Uh, the Facebook page, he had shared a video to do that, and in the video... I went into the comments and it was a, uh, LGBTQ, uh, activist, like giving a speech and some random person just comes up and starts assaulting him, uh, in the comments. And it goes directly to this content creators channel. Uh, they called that person a hero. And then they said like 99% of earth is straight and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, his defense through this has been that his accounts were hacked. Well, when Richard Vruvitak USA was doing a live stream and he's admitted this in a video that he posted several days ago, that he took swift action and took down the Facebook and Twitter page. Well, even if he were hacked, my dude, those comments, those posts, have been up there for years. You could have very easily taken them down at any point as you've proven and admitted to like, all right, let's give you the benefit of the doubt and say that you were hacked. Those hateful things stayed up under your watch. And he also like with some of the articles that were, uh, posting anti COVID stuff and anti Biden stuff, um, He, he said his, his moderators that he has will often publish articles and stuff for him. And it's like, okay. And that's still under your watch, my dude. Like that's all Mm -hmm. kind of under your responsibility. That's all under your brand and whether or not it's moderators doing it at the end of the day, it's still your brand and your responsibility. And he just they, keeps deflecting and saying that, "Oh, you know, I was hacked. It's this, that, the other thing." Um,
0: well, so well, I, I get I get why you know a lot of people disagree with his thoughts and opinions, and he's sort of backpedaling and not taking responsibility for those those things. I don't think it's necessarily. It's very not part of the conversation. The at least the original conversation to dig into his past and to bring up things that have nothing to do with what he was originally talking about. Is is sort well, of he, my
2: He still currently talks about these things. Because you know, he's
0: but his the reason why people are interacting with him is over the Elden Ring review. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't think unless he brings it into his review that the that his opinions and thoughts on politics and people right or wrong are should be involved that's that's something that i really don't like that people do is that people will sort of like okay well i don't like you because this this and this and this other thing that you do that has nothing to do with what we're talking about but his politics
1: did have an effect on his review of or at least how he received the last of us part two
2: Yes,
0: now that would be relevant,
2: yes. And and he's also brought up uh, in Spider-Man, or mentioned it in one of his videos, how there's, like, gay agenda inserted into that, with Pride Flags being in that game. Um, He's also... So when he says... So when he's um,
1: saying... um video games should be accessible to everybody. He's masquerading this as inclusion for people with, like, disabilities, but what he really means is let's go back to these only being for straight white men.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well,
2: but... he's he's also black, too, which is kind of a weird thing for me. It's always weird to me when, like, there's a black black person who's, like, heavily anti-gay and, like, pro-Trump and stuff i don't know it's it's just a weird thing to me yeah i mean it it's neither People, here nor there.
0: Regardless, regardless of of race <coughs> have different backgrounds and different things there's there's but very he... so uh, hold on hold on let me get there there's a very <laughs> pro and a very anti-Trump thing in my mm-hmm. ex-wife's family both of them like there they was there right. it's like, in like everybody's family very pro-Trump <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, and and I know. they're Hispanic. Like I've talked about this, they're Hispanic. You know, there are people being actively deported because of of things, and they are still like, "Go Trump!" Like it, mm-hmm. like, and they're, it's just like, and, and me, I don't want to get political. I think they're all terrible, so I, I don't like any of them. So don't. No.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's but, just that weird thing. It it seems like it would be a conflict of interest or like a weird. Yeah, like, but but not every what you would figure, but again but not every aren't
0: african you know not every you know black american or hispanic american or even white american comes from the same background or ideas oh yeah for anything. sure and it's the whole the whole problem with generalization i'm not saying that you're doing that but necessarily that like there are people of you know who are you know white who have awesome opinions or are people who are white who have terrible opinions and the same thing across all the races right like i witnessed In my tribe, right, like, there's a lot of things that are not okay in my tribe. Like, 100, and I have, you know, I adopted these things as a younger kid that I had to grow out of. (laughs) Straight up hating white people was a thing. Like, Mm -hmm. and outright, and it wasn't just, like, a wariness because of our history. It was, like, straight up, like, they all need to die kind of thing that, that, that I saw in my tribe. And it was just, like growing up you know that's sort of like a norm but once i grew out of that i was like yeah that's not okay like there's like right so like it's not nothing no one is i mean don't <laughs> get me wrong from,
2: our our government yeah. needs to do a damn sight better with how it treats and you know enables natives in America, mm-hmm. I definitely think they could be given a lot more access to uh, resources and education and money and things like that. But, I mean, at certain point, that's, they reject it, too. Honestly, so. that's
0: not something, personally, I'm even qualified to talk about because I was not raised and do not know mm. anybody, personally, that was on a reservation or anything like that. In fact, you know, our our tribe was very... Outside of that world, we, we are very much in the East and that's a very, you mm-hmm. know, there isn't, uh, there is, to my knowledge, there's not even a reservation in Ohio. So, we, you know, we had our council grounds, but like, it's not the same. It's not the same as what, you know, you go to a reservation with the outmost poverty in somewhere like, you know, let's say Nevada or Colorado or Oklahoma. Right. Like, like... <laughs> You know, it's nowhere near. I did not experience anything near to what you know some of these tribes have experienced. But again, it's a very complex issue.
2: So well, <laughs> to be sure, I mean it's several hundred years of bad at this point. So
0: right, and I and I'm not trying to take over with 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 my race stuff. It's honestly irrelevant to the conversation. Just that, just saying that like. People can be terrible or good mm-hmm. regardless of race. Like, it, that, is, that is not a factor.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, what I was going to say also is that he, in his review of the Batman movie, calls uh, Zoe Kravitz a half-breed, which, by my understanding, is a very historically racist thing to say. Like,
0: you know, I have even, never legit heard someone call someone that
2: that is like even coming out from there. a black person. I, I don't know if I don't, given the context of when he brings it up in the video, I still don't think it's okay. Like. Now nope. is he that's... talking
0: about, I don't know the actress's name. Is he talking about the person? Catwoman. who plays Catwoman. Yeah.
2: Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. Because Lenny Kravitz, she's Lenny Kravitz's daughter and, um. Uh, I think has a white mother but I just him bringing that up and saying it that way and showing photos but like I don't see what that has to do with her Batman? playing a character
1: especially like, because Catwoman is but, not an exclusively white character she hasn't been played by only white people in the comics or right. in TV or movies and
2: like in in the movie she does right. have a a moment where she st- says something along the lines of like white privileged asses but like if you want to critique that that's then a social it commentary just on, thing critique yeah. it, like just on that i don't know why you have to bring up her background and call her uh, by my understanding a historically racist term like i don't get what what he was going for there or why he has to do that so like
1: it sounds like he this, wants to be just, infamous. Just it, it's just like saying controversial right. things so that people will click on the link and comment on it and pull internet traffic to it.
2: Right, and like for all these comments and stuff like that, he he says that he's disavowed them, but I've never heard the words sorry from him or anything like that. And the other day, he tried to uh, play the Uno reverse card on Rich because. Uh, A couple years back, when he was doing a live stream on Periscope, Periscope, he was getting uh, dogged by a troll that he had unbanned, but that, you know, like a troll kept dogging on him, and he Mm -hmm. lost his composure and said the F-slur. But unlike this guy, he made a video and apologized for it and acknowledged that it was a stupid thing to do and that he shouldn't do it and that there was no excuse for doing it but
0: like Uh, that took me a second f f okay i got it that the the,
2: it's it's the
1: same thing (laughs) with that's going on with joe with joe rogan and the n-bombs is that like you don't accidentally say stuff like that if it slips out of your mouth Mm -hmm. it's already in your vernacular like that that's just something that you're already saying you just happen to record yourself that was the accident
0: there's there's some, yeah, it, it's very volatile language. Like, even more so than, like, let's say dropping an F-bomb or something like that. Like, like that used to be, like, the faux pas, but that's just, like, part of everyday language now. But you get into to racial slurs and stuff like that, and, like, those are right, taken like, very seriously now, regardless of context. Like, I will admit, I say the N-word, but I say it exclusively with my friends. <laughs> as a joke like i have never Mm. said that in any other context and i do it specifically with them to make them laugh because i am not that (laughs) 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 like it is not even close um but like
2: i I just see like i just see like you you and the uh family guy scene where Mm -hmm. peter's like I'm going to go into the middle of the hood and say the N-word. And then he comes back with, like, a cane and a crown and a cape, and he's like, they respected me for it. I see, like, oh. you doing that, but just, like, with your little group of friends. No,
0: so we were... So the first time I did it when Jacob was around, so, like, we were all at Brian's house. We were playing a board game. And um, it's competitive, right? Most board games are competitive. And he did something that, like, blocked me from, you know uh winning or something like that. so like you know, you call someone a jerk or something like that and I went you know, I went and please, come on and then like, and he was just like, <laughs> he'd never see, heard me say that before. Brian yeah. busts up laughing. Of course, um, I was still married at the time and my ex-wife was just like beside herself, like I can't believe you said that. it's so wrong. I was just like, <coughs> I said this with Brian several times, like Brian's fine. Of course, uh, Whitney Brian's wife was laughing too. Like I mean, like, mm-hmm. and then there have been. Like, I don't say it often and hardly at all. And again, it's always, always within good company, within them. Like that is that, that what I'm trying to say is like I would never say that outside of that specific context, and just slipping out in your language is calling something someone that that's different. Like, Mm. I've never just slipped and called someone anything even close to that. That's not... Because that's not part of my normal vernacular. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's... When Mm. I have said it, it's been specifically within a specific reason for a specific thing. And it's never slipped out. And slipping out says something else is going on behind your brain. And... You're you're basically covering something up, and you know you're you're you've lost your filter because you're upset, mm-hmm. and then when you lose the filter. You get you you know you say what you actually mean. So, yeah.
2: I will say though, uh, from watching his content for years, and me myself being a member of that community, I would say I can forgive him for using the word in that scenario. Now, mm-hmm. granted, if another scenario came up of him using it, and the context was clear that it was well, in a derogatory way there would be different feelings there uh but like i don't know i just felt like this was a just disingenuous way to try and paint rich as a bad guy when he's not a bad guy because right like and, i said i've watched him for and, years and i haven't felt any of that hate towards any type of people or uh groups other but that, than like scalpers. But that's the kind
0: of thing i was saying is attacking <clears throat> someone for something that was either a in their past or or and you know they may or may not have gotten over granted you can't just ignore what people say and do right in other scenarios but like there's a lot of like you know in politics they call it mudslinging right like yeah just mudslinging just muddying up the waters so that you can't really tell what the actual conversation is or so now we're just like throwing punches at each other to see who comes out you know looking better rather than the actual issue and like and this is like a thing that is why i hate politics in general right is is you don't they don't often talk about the actual issue you end up hearing a lot about what they did wrong or you know other things about them (laughs) that don't involve what we're currently trying to talk about and and that kind of stuff. And And I think that happens both ways all the time. And like this happens with all this YouTube drama and stuff too, where you don't hear the whole story and you don't, you just hear what went down wrong and bad. Which,
2: which brings me up to the next tidbit of, uh, juiciness because, uh, his Discord is free and accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. So I went into it and tried to like neutral ground it. You do this talk to, to yourself. To him. Just because. <laughs> just because it's entertaining. You, I tried you to...
0: always take it this extra step where you just get burned every time. Not really. I
2: mean, it just Go is ahead. what it is. So like, I tried to like neutral ground it and be like, yo, I think you guys are pretty much just at a stalemate with this situation and you're both sort of like not really going to gain Well, you actually said
0: here. something? You didn't just lurk?
2: Yeah. Um,
0: See, this is what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> what? Like, no, okay. I, I didn't like attack him on anything. I didn't bring up like, yeah, yeah, I wasn't like, yo, you're a homophobe and blah, 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 blah. I was just like, I mean, I think this situation is largely just a stalemate at this point. Um, and like, there were people in there that were fat shaming rich because he was bigger in the past. And like, especially around the time that he made that video. Um, and before, before he banned me within like five minutes of me speaking, because I didn't immediately side with him. Um, I was going to bring up the point that, you know, at the time he was fairly larger and dealing with trolls nonstop. So, I would say it's fairly possible that he was dealing with probably people calling him that word on a daily basis. And, uh, by his mm-hmm. own admittance in like current videos, he used to feed the trolls and, you know, react and make like videos disparaging, you know, them uh, always constantly mm-hmm. attacking him and stuff. So I, I, would give him more of the benefit of the doubt in this situation because, you know, he's probably not happy in the body that he was in because, He's since lost like a lot of weight and gotten to like a lot, a lot healthier, like weight size and like a lot healthier of a lifestyle, but like, there was, no, no allowance for that, because this guy just wanted to see his side and then, he said get fucked and blocked me. Like
0: yeah, I mean, a lot of times uh, things uh, are an echo chamber, right? Like we, yeah. we people don't like to hear.
2: Yeah, he the he largely. He largely homogenized it because, like, I, like I said, I tried to approach it from a neutral ground. And, you know, I didn't bring up any of the stuff on his end that I would say is largely egregious. I didn't even bring up, like, that this stuff has been out there for years that you could have taken down. I didn't say any of that. Mm -hmm. And I got blocked for just being like, hey, I don't think this is productive at this point and i would say in this situation because of the way that that word has been used against me when i was in middle school uh i would say Mm -hmm. i can forgive rich in this situation because to me it's clear he wasn't using it in that way
0: Mm. well i mean yeah i mean the word is problematic regardless of the right context honestly but well, in the context of telling someone you don't know, I would say, words between friends that know and understand each other, usually there isn't a lot of barriers to that. Right. Like, um, but you're not friends. They're random online people that don't really know each other. So mm-hmm. that doesn't really count.
2: Oh, I know. But yeah. <sighs> God, it's just a, I don't, it's just a weird, I don't get
0: it. Ace. It's just a weird don't fun situation. It. I don't. I don't get why you just latch onto these things and dig and dig and I'm just like,
2: all I right, either I, just for my own entertainment to a certain degree.
0: You you've you've blown past the rabbit hole and you're digging like a subterranean <laughs> tunnel to the next one. Like I don't.
2: <laughs> no, I'm 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 a uh, Kirby. I'm I've opened a rift into a new dimension. Mm, there you go. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, a crack in time just totally i don't know ripped it open i
2: would say for me at this point with the situation it's mainly just the the glaring homophobia that he either did say himself or allowed to be left up on his channel for years and just did Ages, nothing yeah. about until it posed a risk to his his brand image at this point if he would at least <sighs> acknowledge it and either like admit that yeah, I did used to have these wildly hateful views, but I don't, well, I well, I still disagree with the LGBTQ community. I don't wish them harm. Or if he mm-hmm. was just like, yeah, I could have done a better job moderating my own social media. Even like an acknowledge that. Yeah, like that, I would find more It always acceptable. looks better
0: to own up to your mistakes and, and <clears throat> talk about what you're going to go forward. But again, to me, this all stems from terrible reviews now yeah the the, i cannot defend the batman one that one's terrible (laughs) that's just that's just egregious but like i you know his opinions on while i don't agree with the elden ring stuff like i don't all of this digging into his history because of elden ring i didn't feel was necessary but we're here anyways it happened like people brought it up it's just weird. You know, like, when people people are hateful on both sides. Because that's what happened. Is it turned into a flame war. And it's just, I would like to avoid that. I would not like to, to be in something like that myself. That is just not... I don't have the time or energy for that.
2: <laughs> right. Well, I would say in a similar light, I don't like how all of a sudden everyone is... Uh, an expert in NCAA sports, specifically swimming, because...
0: Oh, yeah, because of the uh, winner? Yeah. I don't know their name.
2: Yeah, the first winner in, like, I don't know, 40, 50, 60, 70 years of sort of this being in culture, or being more in culture than it has been. But I mean, people like this have existed that's, for literally thousands of that's, years. That's
0: that's not a can of worms, man. That's that's a, that's a whole oh, silo of worms. That is, there's a lot of things that go into that discussion that I, we are not <laughs> equipped to do today.
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna just smoothly move us out of politics, and I've got a movie recommendation for you.
0: Okay. It's a horror movie,
1: but it's not a scary horror movie, so I think you can handle it. And it's, you know, if you like Criminal Minds, I think Mm -hmm. think you'll like this. It's on Hulu. It's called Fresh, starring Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. And he's a cannibal, Mm -hmm. but he's a very sophisticated Mm -hmm. cannibal. And he is... Like
0: Hannibal Lecter?
1: Kind of. Um he keeps women in a like in, in a room, and he tries to keep them as live as long as possible because fresh meat is better, and he sells it on uh, the dark web. And it's it's wow. not super gory. I will say that it's sound. It's really gross, like subject matter, but it's not super gory. It's it was pretty good though.
2: Uh, I there, will recommend. There
0: is an episode that is. Not the same if he's not selling them for for food, but there's this episode of Criminal Minds where this lady is keeping these women paralyzed medically and like the only thing they can move is their eyes. I... To to make them life size dolls. Yep. Now that was creepy. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was like that was a creepy episode, and that kinda makes me think of that. Like
2: Um I will recommend a horror movie that they recently covered on Horror Virgin. Um, mm-hmm. If you've not seen it yet, Malignant is it's one of the hilarious weirdest and funniest horror movies I've seen in years.
1: Oh my god, we kept rewinding and watching the bit where she's being hypnotized because they literally go boop, boop on her head. Uh-huh. I think we rewound it four or five times before we were able to move on and watch the rest of the movie. <laughs> it's banana. banana uh, just listening,
2: just listening to Jeez. the horror virgin crew talk about how talk about his raptor arms. I was like, we need more raptor arms in the movie.
0: Hmm. I listened to the episode. I did not watch the movie. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> very very weird movie. And like, I would. In very rare case usually for me will i be like yeah the husband i'm fine with him being dead right away yeah good oh
1: yes definitely
0: i can yeah i get why yeah again i haven't seen the movie but yeah i listened to the episode i get why for sure (laughs) yeah there was a there was a girl that uh i was talking to for a little while (coughs) and um she kind of broke things off cause she found someone else and find whatever. And mm. then she contacted me like six months later, she was like, Hey, um, I kind of broke up with that guy. Are you still available? Kind of stuff. And I was like, I guess, yeah, sir. Sure. And I was like, what happened? You know, just curious. And then, and like, um, she was like, Oh, he, he slammed my head onto concrete and I was like, Holy sure. cow. Oh that, my God. That um, part Ooh. in the movie actually reminded me of that i was just like oh my gosh like are you okay and she's like physically yes emotionally no." like i was just like oh, oh okay so
2: so i just found out about this yesterday um have either mm-hmm. of you two seen the um skyrim npc, NPC skits where the guy has like the black filter over his eyes and he's like and he like walks up to people or, like,
1: and talks to them like it's a real person
2: yeah yes and he like, like creeps out like, people yeah well no not, not I don't, maybe not those videos then i think he doesn't always do creep them it's... out
1: but there's it, it the guy like walks up to this girl on a, like a bike path or a, a walking path and he's just saying lines from it's like the cloud district lines and it scares mm-hmm. her and he's just being like like body language like really rigid like an NPC
2: no I think it mm-hmm. I think it's a different set of videos because this I've never ones, seen
0: either of what you're talking about so
2: <laughs> the ones I'm talking about are like it's a guy who's doing like impersonations of like Uh, Skyrim NPCs where they, like, glitch into items or, like, just walk into items without, like, any disregard for, like, displacing them and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. He would... Apparently were... I liked them when I saw them. I thought they were pretty funny. Because he also did ones where, like, he would be like a guard and then he would, like, see you steal something and instantly become, like, wanting Super to hostile. arrest you or whatever and then you yeah. like do the try to convince him or whatever and he like instantly is like fine blah 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 um found out that this guy apparently uh had some major fucking issues and uh killed his wife and her friend mm. like i saw a post yesterday on twitter and uh why had shared it and i was like Oh my god, I've seen those like in recent months. I did not know mm-hmm. that he had uh gone off the deep end and killed people. Holy crap.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pretty rough. Like there's also some surprising stuff like that. Like um we have to look up her name. I don't uh
2: Which is, it's also weird to me, too, because I also like, uh, I like true crime stuff and things like that. Like, I've watched JCS videos on, like, just, uh, Jody Arias and, like, all those other infamous people. Um, there was one that I watched that was about this guy named Randy Stair who was, like, sort of an up-and-coming YouTuber who, uh had a lot of issues and wound up killing people and then himself in a supermarket.
0: Yep. Yeah. There's been quite a few YouTuber personalities who have committed some heinous crimes. Um, that comes up on, uh, I used to watch, I don't watch it anymore. I'm kind of getting out of the true crime <coughs> stuff lately, but, um, I don't even remember his name. There was some true crime, true crime show. I watched on TV that like he, he pointed out like three or four different YouTubers that had done crazy things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. gone on sprees or murdered someone or, um, what I was going to say is I finally found it. Judith, uh, Judith Barth, Barcy, who voiced Ducky in the land before time. It's one of the things that I didn't notice till I was older that land before time. And, um, if we hold on together, um, the, the title song for the uh, movie are both dedicated to her and Judith Barcy, Barcy being the actress who does Ducky uh, in the movie. Um, she was murdered by her father for being jealous of her fame uh, before the movie launched. So, yeah. Not a good... This has been a thing for a long time. Famous people just
2: well, yeah, there's also or, you know, the Poltergeist,
1: uh, all the stuff with There's
2: yeah. also the John Benet Ramsey case where, I don't know, in or, documentaries that I've seen pretty strongly implicate the dad.
1: I have seen uh, some pretty convincing arguments that it was the brother and that the parents covered it up.
2: I doubt that we'll, yeah. we'll ever know. Just like with the uh, local to my state case, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Making a Murder on Netflix, the uh, Stephen Avery case.
1: Yep.
0: I did not watch that, but I had heard a lot about it, especially when it came out, like in
2: 2013, 2014. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He He was proven innocent of the first murder from the 80s and then the whole thing with Teresa Halbach happened. I don't know. I, I have settled into the camp of I think he is guilty this second time around, but that his uh, nephew was definitely taken advantage of by the system and the police that questioned him, and he should be free. Not necessarily his uncle, but definitely him.
1: I haven't <clears throat> watched this in a long time, but if I'm remembering correctly... The nephew presents with some learning disabilities, yeah.
2: Right, and like during the interrogation, it definitely comes across like the police are leading him to say what they want him to say.
1: Because he had a learning disability and and
2: didn't know to ask for representation.
1: Well,
2: and that's the thing too. Like, I'm pretty sure because he was a minor you're supposed to have representation either with a parent being there or an actual, like, legal counsel. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So how it ever got to the point that he was, like, seriously convicted, having not met those criteria is kind of beyond me. And I think it's time overdue that he be released back into society. Because, like per what I've I've read on it he's been a model inmate has not been violent or anything like that but whatever guess we'll just continue to have a bad prison system here in the US it's
0: not perfect that's for sure it's very full too Lots of people out.
1: for-profit prison <laughs> systems will do that
0: mm-hmm. yep Should, uh, my uh one of the one of the big things in uh, Chillicothe that I'm near is the fact that we have both a county and a state prison it's a yep. big thing here
2: uh I think I have it in my uh audiobooks to uh, listen to but uh slavery by a different name is definitely a Good book to uh, research on that topic. Hmm.
0: Currently, I have only listened to one nonfiction book. Mm-hmm. And that was called Masters of Doom, which is the story about id Software and how they
2: created Doom. <laughs> <laughs> you nerd! <laughs> that is such a new book to have. <laughs> it is.
0: It is an amazing book, though. It is... I used some of that for uh, the quiz stuff. Some of that content that I did.
1: There's a, um, I think they made it into a um, documentary, and I think it's on Netflix. It's called The Innocent Man, but it's John Grisham, and it's it is nonfiction. And I mm-hmm. read it in undergrad um, for a criminology course, and I it it was what changed my mind about like basically now being firmly against the death penalty. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Yep. Here we are, back in politics, land. Woo! <laughs> it's unavoidable. Ace, you are. Should we talk about y- NFTs, you are,
1: Ace? You know, just get it all out of your system. Yeah.
2: I. I mean, I haven't seen anything recent on it. I mean, here let me <laughs> let me look up. Let me look up.
0: Oh man!
2: Activision Blizzard. Oh.
1: <sighs> there's something that no, should come there's up. Nothing
2: news.
0: No, I Activision.
2: Sure. <laughs> Two days ago, <laughs> Activision Blizzard hit with new lawsuit alleging rampant sexism. There you go, oh, buddy. <laughs>
1: what a shock! Uh,
0: that's not. That's not new, though. It's just another one on top of. I know.
2: What we already it's just know. A, it's just a revolving door of doo doo at this point.
0: Um, and that could just be a new article detailing the, the thing and not a new lawsuit too because articles have been terrible clickbaity stuff sometimes.
2: Two days ago from the Washington Post, Microsoft says it will respect outcome of Activision Blizzard Union Drive which welcome to how my political mind works. That's very, very uh, poignant coming from the Washington Post that is owned by Jeff Bezos and Amazon which is notoriously anti-union.
0: Hmm. What can I say? It, it, it's like I say with the, the other politics stuff they're all terrible. We just they're just all of them.
1: Neither side cares about the little people.
0: Mm-mm. No. On to more exciting stuff. so weird West coming out next week, Sasha. Are you going to be playing it immediately? I, probably, just because I'm not going to have
1: to pay for it. It's on Game Pass. Okay. So, probably.
0: So you're not you're going to split time between Tiny Tina and that? I
1: I don't know. I I want to say yes, but like I have a new client starting next week, which means I'm going to be writing a, an intake report, and I'll I'll have a oversized caseload, and I have the conference coming up because i have to have all my continuing education credits done by november so in my heart i i will have the time to split between all games equitably uh but in my brain i know that's not true
0: that's a large part why I ended up doing what I do now is mostly focusing on one game at a time just so I can finish it and then move on to the other. Unfortunately, it has created that giant backlog that that is there, but hey, and then things keep jumping in front of other games like Kirby and other things. So what'd you find, Ace? I know it's something political.
2: No, it's about NFTs. You joked, but there is literally a Kotaku article from today. Devs announce NFT plans for popular game get review bombed on Steam. Uh, So Storybook Brawl is a popular free-to-play card game on Steam. It has a fairly large and active player base who enjoy the game a lot, and now almost all of them seem angry and are review bombing the game's Steam page after the dev behind Storybook Brawl announced plans to integrate NFTs and blockchain technology into it.
0: Oh, you know what? I pulled up Twitter the other day, and it actually asked me if I wanted to use a NFT for my profile pic.
2: It did for me too, and I was like, "Get the f- out of here!"
0: I obviously I said no, but because like my profile pic is literally the art for the podcast, because it's for the podcast. Yeah. So no, I don't want some weird monkey, uh, picture in a suit. <laughs> Make a weird that monkey that Has nothing Diablos. to do with with the uh, with the Hunters Hub brand at all. Which is Yeah, I will post. be right back. Dog, I love you, but you'd best not throw up on my bed again. I've been through this. <laughs> Sorry. My dog just got up and suddenly started licking your lips, and I was like, uh-uh. Something's wrong. So, um, also... Uh, Starship Troopers is dropping that day, so I don't know which one I'm going to play first. Because both of those are going to be a PC title, which I don't have anything I'm, I'm playing on PC right now. So I'll,
1: for me, I'll was. have to live vicariously through you with the Starship Troopers. That's just that's just too many things to put on my plate.
0: Well, I, I don't. I remember you saying you weren't a huge fan of RTS, anyways. So I,
1: if it's the right content you know i i would be interested mm-hmm. i really like starship troopers so me too. i i yeah. would definitely be interested trying to put the time have you in seen
0: my have you seen my pop figure for the starship troopers I, I think
1: i think you showed it to me uh after one of these talks we were, we were geeking out showing each yeah, other i've stuff.
0: got yeah i've got johnny rica yeah and it's got um, the orange uh, orange bug splatter on him for when he gl- blows up the giant beetle. so in the movie at least um, I like the book but I really I don't know I like the movie a lot more than the book but the book is a lot more substance obviously
1: yeah I've not I haven't read the book um, which you know typically is not my pattern but I watched starship Troopers when I was probably nowhere near old enough to watch Starship Troopers. Uh, uh, same here. Yeah. yeah. And so finding out that it was a book way later, I was disappointed, but. Yeah. I mean, but I've, I did too. I've also heard that I in particular will probably not enjoy uh, Starship Troopers as much as perhaps a male reader. So
0: Oh, yes it is very yeah so i think i'll just Mm -hmm.
1: enjoy um my love for the movie and appreciate it for what it is
0: it is a very 1950s very anti-fascism like propaganda book and that's fine but it's just really shoehorned into the science fiction world and it ended up being a really cool movie, which I'm pretty sure that I saw when I was in grade school. I
1: also, yes, yeah, I also was in grade school the first time I saw it.
0: So, uh, my uh, my mom's younger brother, my uncle, uh, my uncle Larry, he is notorious for having shown uh, my brother and I, or introduced us to things that should not have been introduced at that age. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: <laughs> yep that that was and, my experience as a child as well
0: um that day so i i had always been interested in um i've talked obviously i talk about diablo i love diablo i had been i had found out about it through a pc gamer magazine and i was like really really into it like i really wanted to play it but my mom and dad saw it and were like no that's that's too young you're too young for that you're like it's like the one mature rated game that my parents were like this is the line you're not crossing this and then um that day that we were spending at my uncle's uh just to just to visit with him um his wife at the time and my mom went out to go do shopping with with my grandma. So like they did like a girl shopping thing and left my uncle at home with my brother and I and he put on Starship Troopers. So we watched Starship Troopers and then immediately he allowed me to play Diablo because he had just gotten it and he wanted to share and he knew I liked video games. So, like, that day, I saw Starship Troopers, and I played Diablo for the first time. So, like, that was, like, an amazing day in my life as a kid. <laughs> like, I was like, yes! Everything is awesome! Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, my my mom had some choice words for him when he got home. But <laughs> it was too late. I had seen Starship Troopers. It was, it was over and done. And I still love that movie. I still have it. I still have all three. (laughs) Two and three are terrible. Don't watch them. They're utterly atrocious. But um, although it's weird, there's a hard genre shift for number two. Number two is like alien kind of like horror suspense, which is really weird. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a guy who's infected by the brain bug in uh, number two. So they're trying to figure out who who essentially is the brain bug. Is it's very weird. It doesn't do well. It's not as good as any of the movies. It's trying to. Trying it's to not do. as good as a thing. <laughs> not at all, at all. No, there's a lot of things of the thing that it borrows from as well as the only thing Starship Troopers about the begin about the movie is a the armor stuff they're wearing. B the f- the, fi- the fact that they fight some arachnids and get trapped in this space station by themselves. Like, that the arachnids are outside. That's it. That's all. I, the crazy thing, like, I will say about the book, Sasha, is it's a lot more focused on the politics and that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I you might have heard this before, but, like... The whole thing about the arachnids and planet P is literally a sentence in the book. It is nothing about the war against the arachnids at all. Awesome. <laughs> it is more about Johnny Rico's like time at serving as a military person rather than the the like it's literally like they fight the arachnids on planet P. There's that's it. And there's a lot more naked people. A lot more. Because <laughs> they uh, they all have mech suits and they have to be naked to be in the mech for some reason. I feel
1: like that's just expected for 50 science fiction.
0: Probably. It's just, yeah. I don't know. It was a weird book when I listened to it. It was a long time ago. It's been over 10 years since I listened to it. It's But it was... It was weird. i very much more enjoying the movie. <laughs> but I'm excited for the RTS coming out Friday. I'm not sure which one I'm going to play first. Honestly, I really don't know. I might I might do Starship Troopers first. Just just because I've been awaiting that a little longer. And Weird West is more like a... That looks cool. You know, I'm into that. But I've been waiting for a good Starship Troopers game since like I saw the movie. So... I feel mm. like it's getting the priority. <laughs> <laughs> have
2: you ever seen the movie Ace? Not yet, but I've seen clips. Clips and snippets. Mm.
0: You gotta watch it. And you have to Ugh. understand <sighs> that it is indeed a parody. As mm. much as I love the CinemaSins guys, their opinion about Starship Troopers is entirely wrong and I <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing redeemable about that opinion opinion. They're like but it's not satire, it's like it's entirely satire. Yes. It's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. Like
1: It's awesome. You need to watch it.
0: It is. I understood it was satire as a child. Like <laughs> seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just some stupid action movie to me, even as a kid. I was like oh, but I still do it. I
1: feel you know, yeah, like, I feel like Would you like to know more? I definitely knew it was satire as a child because all my grandpa watched was Star Trek. So that that serious tone all the time and then watching Starship Troopers and like what is this? What what this is wonderful. I'm doing
0: my part. Like how is that not satire just squishing the cockroaches? Like how is that like that's one of my favorite things in the movie now? Cuz like you get those I I hate to be like this, but like, I know some people who are like this and I'm not going to say names even close, but there's like some issue that comes up like a social issue and they're like, I'm doing my part by yelling at people on Facebook. And it's like, that's what it feels like when they're squishing the cockroaches versus like, like I'm doing my part. Everyone chips in. It's just like, Oh no. Um.
2: (laughs) Like. So, speaking of satire, if you haven't seen it yet, I would definitely mm-hmm. recommend watching Don't Look Up. But it's Don't so funny. Oh, a-
1: it's so funny.
2: I watched that. Okay, so that yeah, was I've good.
0: It. It- yeah, yes. I've seen
2: it.
1: I also I was super anxious, really anxious watching that movie. And, like, do I want you guys to survive? Uh, do I want you to figure it out? No. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I love. I love the the whole thing where they're on the the talk show, and they're mm-hmm. like, "This isn't real. You're fine," and then they're like, yeah. "No, we're going to die." Like, oh yeah. man, I think that was brilliant acting on both Leonardo DiCaprio and um, I'm blanking on her name,
2: Jennifer Lawrence's
0: jennifer lawrence there you go thank you uh meryl is it it meryl
1: streep who plays trump i mean who plays the republican president it's inspired by (laughs) trump and and all yeah
2: i watched i watched some special features stuff and uh it was supposed to be modeled after all of them so like yeah all of like the recent Mm -hmm. ones uh except for george hw bush so like Clinton, Bush, Obama, and Trump.
1: I definitely got yeah. I definitely W so. out of that too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Jonah um, Hill was hilarious love- as well. She's coming back. I know she's coming back.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that poor kid. He's like the most you,
0: tragic character in that whole. Did you thing. hear
2: about what his uh, he said his uh, character motivation was supposed to be? What he wanted it to be. Mm-mm. He said he wanted it to be if. Uh, Wanted to play it like as if uh, Fire Festival was a person.
0: Oh no! Oh, I just thought he was oh, supposed to terrible. be Eric
1: Trump. I really did.
2: I mean, he was close enough. I'd say it's a he, decent blend of the two.
0: Uh, Fire Festival as a person makes that whole yes. ending of his even worse. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like the utter disappointment at the end that he has. He's just like it can't be that bad. It's not. There's. This is real. This is not happening.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just the utter denial. I also love the uh, reoccurring bit where Jennifer Lawrence's character is like just like having an existential meltdown over why the general charged them for the snacks that were free. He's
1: a five star general. Yes. <laughs> he works for the Pentagon. <laughs> uh,
2: yes. Yeah.
0: Oh man yeah there's that uh one of my favorite things um uh, is like when they have i try to think they're they're doing the plan everything's gonna go fine and then they swerve the plan and then yeah. he's just like what like like that turn in the movie i did not expect i was like everything's gonna mm-hmm. be fine he finally convinced them we're good everything's good
2: but what if what, what if we mine? You
0: want to mine it? Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> like, I, I'm a gamer. It's it's cool idea to mine a comet as it's coming to you because you know you have the well, ability actually, in a game to do crazy things like that. This isn't actually, a game in what this I, context of this movie.
2: Actually, I remember what it was. They it wasn't they weren't going to mine it. They were going to break it apart and then collect the bits that fell to Earth.
0: Right. Yes. So, they were going to Still actually pull... mining
2: it, but with, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, collateral. They were going damage. to pull,
0: yeah, they were going to pull an Armageddon. They were going to split the rock. Yeah. They're like, we're going to do an Armageddon. It's like, that was a movie, guys. I mean, of course, we're watching a movie, but, like, that was a movie, guys. It ain't going to work. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. And do you like how the, uh, the tech CEO, like, as the, As the mining mission starts going sideways, just like it's okay, everything's just fine.
1: Gonna go use -hmm. the facilities.
2: (laughs) Yeah, just
0: walks out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, that reminds me. There's another. There's a show that's ish like this, a little more serious, called Space Force. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, it was Steve Carell. I haven't seen
2: it yet. No, but I don't. I haven't watched the season that came out
0: recently. It's it's a little like that. It's mm-hmm. the ridiculousness of what he has to deal with sometimes. It's it's got some serious stuff in it too. But like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's the same kind of vibes I got, uh, but a, a lot less satire, uh, a lot less on the nose satire, I would say, than than Don't Look Up. But yeah, Don't Look Up was a good movie. I, I we need to do like a satirical movie list at some point. That would be pretty good. Even though we didn't. Mm-hmm two pretty good ones already
2: or we could change up the uh format that we have and have like the extra episodes be like a movie night
0: uh you mean like tonight yeah on the schedule i mean i th- tonight is a grab bag of everything because oh you yeah know, we don't get to talk about anything but like <laughs> you know the, the assigned topics and, Of course, we're gonna miss uh, Sasha week two in April, so it's gonna come up sooner. But we already decided to switch the quiz to that one, right? We're flopping the quiz, so
2: yeah. I mean, and we'll
0: make that a Monster Hunter specific one.
2: You you didn't see my uh, re- quote retweet, but I retweeted your your post, and I was like, I have a feeling this is gonna be random, and I was right. Oh, tonight. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't look at it once I posted it because I was getting ready for actually doing the show, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, but, yeah, when are we not random on a grab bag episode? It's just the way we are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Structure, what's that? <laughs> I just like talking. Why do you think I have a podcast? I just like to talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, my... Actually, when I, when I had to step away, it was Cece. Cece was like, "Why do you like podcasts so much?" It's like, "Why do you like doing that?" Like chastising me for still talking to you guys. I'm like, "You're the one that's up two hours past your bedtime. Go to bed." Yeah. <laughs> Don't question me. <laughs> no, I I wasn't like that. I I actually just explained to her why I like them. That's all. Mm-hmm. And gave her some goldfish and sent her to bed. Yes, I know she already brushed her teeth. Though <laughs> she was hungry. <laughs> oh man. Um, so I, I there's not really much else that I had to talk about. We did talk a little bit about the Batman, um, which I did watch as well. But like, I don't want to say more <clears> than <throat> it's good, honestly.
2: For Sox's I will day. say the uh, the score that they used, like the Batman theme, it gave me vibes back to the uh, Batman animated series
0: hmm okay Although yes. I think
2: they they could have varied it up a little bit more because I have to somewhat agree with some of the uh, youtubers out there in their reviews that the bat like the score could have used a little bit more variety instead of using sort of that same tone over Game. and over and mm-hmm. adding in some instruments for different segments in which it's used, but overall, I was okay with it.
0: I only listened to one review of of The Batman, and it was just a podcast, like, discussion Mm -hmm. on recommending it.
2: You should check out uh, Chris Stuckman. I believe you'd probably like his stuff. Especially, uh, his Hilariosity reviews. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris Stuckman. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, I might. I used to do a lot of movie review stuff, but I don't know anymore. It's like games. I look at it. I decide whether I'm going to get it or, or watch it, and I'm done. I'm just going to do it. The only The only thing that I haven't watched that I've been wanting to watch lately, for as far as movie goes, is Antlers, the the horror movie.
2: Mm.
0: All right. I mean, I want to see it because it's a Wendigo, and I want to see how angry I am At them misappropriating Wendigos, so. I'm
1: not going to ruin it for you. The movie will ruin it for you.
0: Okay, I mean, um, Sasha, you haven't, uh, I haven't been writing since you've been on the show, but, like, I I did D&D articles for a long time, Mm -hmm. and, um, My most popular at the time was because I was angry of how, uh, what's the two brothers? Supernatural.
1: Supernatural.
2: Because of
0: how Supernatural did the Wendigo, of how
1: long they did it. Didn't they do it with, like, a weird exoskeleton and stuff? Wasn't there... It looked
2: more like it was, like, a forest goblin. Like a human-sized forest goblin. Yeah, well...
1: Well, the
0: thing is, that's actually closer to the actual mythology of what a Wendigo is. This modern stuff with the Wendigos being like these uh, sort of like elk-looking humanoid things is is actually just some sort of weird modern interpretation of them. The original is more humanoid, but um, yeah, it's, it's all over the place uh, now with Wendigos. Wendigo actually also... Primarily a Native American thing too. It's not from my tribe. Um,
1: I think, it is one of the. I think the Antlers movie looks like a. I'm probably saying it wrong, but a Leshen in The Witcher. That's what the uh, Antlers thing is more like, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, and and that's been the modern interpretation of Wendigos is more looking like Leshens. Yeah, and that's not really. What they are supposed to be. I actually like the design that they use, but traditionally, that's not what they are.
2: Mm. So different creature. Have you ever seen the uh, horror movie on Netflix, The Ritual?
1: I was getting ready to ask mm-hmm. him that. That that's really cool no, too. I have
2: not. Uh, you need I'm to, gonna make a. I'm to gonna make
1: it. a list
0: of, of horror movies that I want to review. The monster. That, that would be that would be like a good thing for me. Just like
1: how accurate
0: and or do I like the monster?
1: Okay, so you're gonna I wanna will, watch the say, ritual and you're gonna watch underwater.
2: I will say I am for uh, down.
0: the ritual.
2: For the ritual, underwater. the monster reveal. I think uh mm-hmm. retrospectively and accommodating for um, technical limitations, I like the reveal of the monster in the ritual probably just as much as I like Jaws because I mean now Jaws looks kind of doofy once he's out of the water in the first movie um but like the the way that they use the CGI to pull off the look of the creature in the ritual is pretty great and they have little teases of it throughout the throughout the movie that work pretty pretty effectively um Mm -hmm. Because they're, they're essentially, like, in a forest in Europe. Um, and at one scene, he's, like, looking straight down, like, this row of trees. And then you see, like, a hand just peel away from a tree that, are like, perfectly blended in with the tree. Mm. And it's, like, not, like, at ground level. It's, like, 10 to 15 feet Way off up. the air. And you're, like, oh, yep. no.
0: Oh, no.
2: so it's not just nighttime that it's following them it's daytime and they're screwed
0: i don't use it often but i do have a shutter subscription so i I could possibly find these on here
1: um
2: well the ritual i think is specifically on underwater
1: underwater is Um, on hbo
0: i have hbo as well so we we're good although i did the antlers is on hbo as well it's where i have
2: I did recently watch a horror movie on Shudder that takes place on uh, Native American land that is being uh, cut down by a logging company.
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: I Have you watched Blood
0: Quantum yet? No. Need to. That's on Shudder. It's a zombie movie. Mm-hmm based on, uh it's the premise is there's a tribe uh, of natives who are immune to it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and about their survival
2: and all oh, right it's like it's like zombie movie but with like just native americans i think i oh. saw the trailer to that
0: yeah it's amazing i honestly <laughs> um i put i put a lot of high praise on it um actually i i put some stuff in the facebook community for horror virgin on it about it because you know they had mentioned it on the show and they hadn't done it yet and i was like please do this because i've seen it and as far as representation goes it's the closest thing i've come to seeing like the experience i've had as a native american Mm -hmm. personally like it's been it was a really good movie as far as that goes Mm -hmm. um as a zombie movie it's decent um I don't really like zombies usually, but they made him feel—I don't know—threatening. But as every zombie movie, it's the people or the problem versus the monsters, which is always disappointing to me. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> or the people are the monsters. Um,
2: well, I mean that's that's sort of been since the beginning. I mean, even when we had. Uh, what, the very first one, Night of the Living Dead, from Steve mm-hmm. Romero? I mean, the end of the movie yeah. ends with the main character getting shot by people because they just assume that he's a zombie without actually like getting close to it. and speaking to him. I, I mean,
1: them. even in the movie, there were people hiding in the basement while they were defending the house, yeah. and halfway through, realized yeah. that there were more people in the house.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I understand. That's how zombie movies work. It's part of the reason why I really like zombie movies. But this one does it okay. I mean, like I like Shaun of the Dead. That one's hilarious. Which oh, by the way, I was talking about voodoo. I bought a bunch of movies. I bought Hot Fuzz, and I haven't watched it again yet. But I mean, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I always,
2: <laughs> I always like to use uh, the gif of. Uh, the, the one guy going shame while he's loading the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Just shame. especially especially as a joke when, <laughs> when someone doesn't like something that I like, I'm just like, shame.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just load the shotgun. Shame. Oh, uh, my my brother and I we do the yarp and narp all the time. YARP. YARP <laughs> 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 I love that movie. Um but yeah uh well actually this was one of the pitches for tonight was just a movie night and talk about movies and stuff. That's mm-hmm. kind of funny we ended up going into that. But I will watch those at some point. I am going to watch Antlers at some point.
2: Like I said we could we could change it up and create a podcast within a podcast have every uh extra episode be a movie or TV show discussion.
0: Mm, I'm not entirely against that. I'm not not maybe not the whole episode because I do want to talk about like I do like talk about what we've been playing because mm-hmm. sometimes there's stuff like tri- I really wanted to talk about Triangle Strategy today
2: mm-hmm.
0: like I cannot I cannot express how much it is awesome that I have actually for the first time played through a game again immediately after finishing mm-hmm. it because I don't do that I finish a game and I move on this right. one it was just like I got to do the Golden Path I just got to do it. I got to do the canonical one. Like I want to see what happens and I, I want like, yeah, it made me care enough.
2: And have you seen any of the, uh, Mike Flanagan horror series on, uh, Netflix at all? Haunting of Hill house, nope. haunting of Bly Manor, um, no. midnight mass. I.
0: You, you know, I am not much of a horror movie person, so I normally do not watch these things.
2: Well, they're TV shows, so it's even better. You can get elongated horror,
0: dude. I I am watching The Ritual <clears throat> and Underwater and Antlers for the monster to see the monster. I'm not <laughs> watching it to be scared.
2: <laughs> I mean, Midnight Mass has a has a monster in it.
0: What was the one um, that recently? came out i was actually pseudo interested in watching it and it was just straight up horror it didn't have a monster uh, to my knowledge that was like uh a bunch of people in like a church and it was like a statue of the mother mary or something like that it was like
2: oh i think uh i think i know what you're talking about it had a jeffrey dean morgan in it i think
0: i don't recognize the name so i cannot confirm or deny
2: Negan from The Walking Dead
0: I do not watch The Walking Dead I understand that Negan is a character and I know he kills someone with a baseball bat I don't know anything else other than I don't know what he looks like
2: Uh, He looks like a biker The dad in Supernatural
0: Didn't watch Supernatural aside from the Wendigo episode Gosh Dude I don't watch horror It's just not a thing Um Whatever it was, I was interested in watching. It came out over the pandemic. It was, like, some scary movie, and I remember it was, like, a lot, like, some sort of cult thing, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It had some picture of someone praying.
2: (coughs) Hold on. I I thought there was a statue
0: of, of Mary bleeding out of the eyes.
2: The unholy?
0: Yeah, that sounds right. 2021 film yeah that one yeah yeah I was almost going to watch that
2: one Then I I've heard mixed reviews on it and probably will watch it at some point just cause Jeffrey Dean Morgan
0: is he the director or something
2: he's one of the main characters but he's also a very attractive man so
0: Yes, he is. Oh. Yeah, I see him there. On the little cast list. I have heard people talk about him. I don't know what I've seen him in recently. Okay, apparently he was in The Walking Dead.
2: Yep, he was in Supernatural. Um, Grey's Anatomy. He was in Rampage. That's
0: what I recognize him from. He was in Rampage. That's oh, yeah. something I watched.
2: Oh yeah, did not he play like a general or something like that?
0: Yeah, he was one of the dudes oh. that He was yeah. He was
2: also in uh Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. He played uh Thomas Wayne.
0: Awesome? Didn't see that one either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I the DC mo- recent DC movies? I've been a complete blank out for me. I have not watched hardly any of them. Well,
2: well, like I've been saying for a while now, they should not have tried this uh, audible or rush rush move that they've Mm -hmm. done to try and get the Marvel success that they should have just started out and built up from the ground. Because I see. I went... saw
0: Wonder Woman. I saw the first Wonder Woman. I saw Aquaman, and I saw Shazam. And I think those are the three I've seen. Mm-hmm.
2: I thought I, watched I liked Shazam. the first
1: Wonder Woman, but I did not like the second one.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard mixed mixed things about it, and it's. I've also heard about the weird dynamic of like Chris Pine's character taking over.
1: Oh, you mean when Wonder Woman like, a rapes a man? Random yeah yeah essentially Mm -hmm. yeah
2: takes over another guy's body and like that guy's just gone Um, or it's like in the sunken place or something he's
1: in the sunken place but then like i think the most (laughs) egregious part about it is that at the very end they have a meet cute like she meets the real guy in that body like she didn't already explore that body Mm -hmm. to its fullest
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's rough like play. I said, heard mixed things about that movie.
0: You know, that's actually something that um, the Dritz books address is like someone taking over someone else's body permanently. Mm-hmm. It, and it's very uh, it's very weird because they, they had this... It's hard to explain without going to a long thing, but long story short, Wizards of the Coast did this thing where they made all the writers essentially fast-forward 100 years. And Salvatore, the writer, was like, "I wasn't ready to kill these characters yet." So it goes through a, tr- a whole trilogy of like trying to figure out, like, the- it didn't, it didn't go a lot of lost a lot of fans because all the beloved characters are now dead except for one who's an elf, right? The one survivor who can live long enough. One yeah. of them was a one of them was a dwarf, but he was already old, so like he had to have died of old age in the process. Um so then he has this idea where they get reincarnated, but they take over uh, someone else's, uh, like, like soul, essentially. So mm-hmm. imagine if there's, like, a waiting line, like in uh, uh, Boss Baby, for the soul to go down in heaven, and they just sort of get, like, nope, push the baby off, and they go down instead. And there was actually a, a, a big problem with um, Once... The dwarven character who died of old age, uh, his mother, his birth, second birth mother, actually, uh, rejects him and says that, you know, he stole her child, essentially, because he has none of the A, features or B, like, mannerisms or anything of what she was born, like what would have been born from her family. So, Essentially, he was already a developed person inside a baby's body. He just had a baby's body, so he could only do certain things, like cause he's only strong enough. But mm-hmm. like eventually, he's like a he's like a three month old who's doing push ups when he's not being washed watched because he wants to try to not be a baby as soon as possible, <laughs> like <laughs> stuff like that. It was actually a really it was a really interesting take on that sort of concept that he played with in that particular book. Um, the, like just replacing someone's body, but then again, it wasn't like a temporary thing, and he's back in the body like Wonder Woman. That's that's a whole different issue. But like, I thought it was an interesting exploration of like, morally, are you okay with the fact that you essentially took over someone else's life? Mm-hmm. Like, in the end, they all end up being okay with it and just fine because like they didn't know that person and/or the circumstances were v- much more dire than than you know themselves anyway so
2: mhm so they in uh, found out the other yeah. uh, supernatural adjacent news uh Misha Collins who played Castiel in Supernatural has been cast as uh Two-Face in Arkham Knights
1: and uh, Jensen Ackles also like Is he Red Hood, or who did they just... He's cast as somebody as well.
2: He's been Red Hood for a while. Yeah. Um, let me see if they have actual casting list up.
0: Now, is this like like an animated movie we're talking about? Video game. Oh, okay. I didn't know about this. Is it like an Arkham Asylum game? Or just, like, a whole different Batman game?
2: Um, I believe it's going to be a spiritual successor to the original games. No. The...
0: You mean Maybe? the Arkham series? Like,
2: yeah, because the original it's...
0: games were side-scroller beat-em-ups, dude. Like, oh, the no, original like Batman the, games.
2: The Arkham games, because it's Okay. WB Games Montreal.
0: Okay. So, a reboot of the Arkham games. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's... To say they're the original Batman games are not they're not true. The original Batman games are side-scroller beat-em-ups on the SNES and NES and Genesis.
2: So maybe it's picking up where uh, Arkham Knight left off? Because it says Batman is dead. A new expansive criminal underworld has swept the streets of Gotham City. It is now up to the Batman family. Bat- Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin to protect Gotham.
0: Okay. The only one I ever played was Arkham Asylum. I didn't play any of the other ones.
2: Hmm. Those ones were pretty good. I think overall the series was pretty strong.
0: Yeah. It was largely compared to Assassin's Creed at the time. Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed Batman. Because of the mm-hmm. fighting style, but I, it's a good fighting system. I, I have nothing wrong with Assassin's Creed's fighting system. It's
2: Pretty
0: decent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, wow. So I have a I have a movie library to watch. Oh, let me write that down. Ritual was Netflix, and then the other one was HBO. Okay. So I might try to watch this.
2: Uh, if you haven't right, no. already. Uh Wind River is also a good movie to watch. I believe it was on Netflix, otherwise it might also be on Amazon Prime, I think. I think I've seen it on either or. Yeah. Jeremy Renner and uh, Elizabeth Olsen.
0: Okay. Just a good movie or is this another thing I gotta look at the monster for?
2: (laughs) Uh, It's not a supernatural horror type thing. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, uh, Set in a uh, in the Wind River Reservation in uh, mm. uh, Wyoming. Okay. So it's like a crime thriller.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I I can't think of any. Usually, I'm pretty well aware of what movies I want to see that are coming out soon. But like the only thing I can remember right now that I'm really looking forward to watching, as far as movies go like they're they aren't out yet per se is mm-hmm. uh the Mario movie. I just want to see what they do with that. Cuz it's going to be insane.
2: Yeah, how many other movies are we going to cra- cast Chris Pratt in? Uh I
0: Endlessly. think you're you're burying the lead on this one. <clears throat> Jack Black is Bowser. Come on. Oh, I know. <laughs> that I'm actually
2: excited for. The other thing I'm like, uh, why?
0: I I think Chris Pratt will do fine as a Mario. Yeah. As he says, wearing his Mario ball cap today. <laughs> I mean, I think they should have given Charles Martinet the first option, and they didn't at all, but... Then again, Hollywood and movies, thus
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, shenanigans ensue. As far as like, I don't think they even would have thought to ask him. I bet Nintendo probably even suggested it, and they're like, "Hey, we've got a guy who's been playing Mario for years. You should use him." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, later. We got the we got the deal. We got it taken care of. The, just see ya. Like, I bet you that's the way it went. Mm-hmm. like i don't i don't think that was i could be wrong but i don't see nintendo being the ones that would do that to charles martin I would see hollywood being the ones doing that for sure right being like yeah we don't know who he is so we don't want to use him
2: aces i'm trying to find the movie that i watched on uh Shudder. Oh, here it is. Clear cut. I want you to watch that and tell me what you think of it. A, uh, so the plot summary is a white lawyer finds his values shaken when he is paired with an angry indigenous activist who insists on kidnapping the head of a logging company to teach him the price of his destruction.
0: Oh, this is the one you were talking about earlier. Okay,
2: mm-hmm.
0: gotcha. All right, I'll write it down. Clear. <laughs> you know what else is a really good uh, movie about logging and trees and stuff? The Lorax. <laughs>
2: I, I fully, I fully <laughs> suspected that's where you were going with that. God damn it. <laughs>
1: I've had
0: to read that every single night this week. Oh, no. no. I watched it with the girls today. I mean, I watched it as in it was on on this TV while I was on the computer and the girls watched most of it. Then they got on their switches like it was on today. Although I do like that movie. Ed Helms does a very good job in that part is playing the once. And Danny DeVito with the Lorax. It's a pretty pretty good There's this part where he uh, he gives a the bunch of the animals the the marshmallows and he doesn't know who the Lorax is yet and the Lorax is like, Hey, you need to get out of here as Danny DeVito, right? And he's like, I want mm-hmm. you out of this forest, take your axe and get out of here. And he's like, Oh, are you a little cute thing? And he hands him a marshmallow. And then uh, uh, the Lorax sniffs it and he's like, I'm gonna eat this. But I am highly offended by it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> eats the marshmallow. Oh, man. That part cracks me up. <laughs> uh, so, um, I think that pretty much wraps this for tonight. We're encroaching on almost three hours of rambling and movies and all sorts of stuff. I, I think we did pretty good today. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, I've got a couple movies to watch. I don't know if I'll get to it tonight. I got some more... I got a couple chapters still to do in uh, in Triangle Strategy, so we'll see. But I really got to get this Golden Playthrough done, but uh, so I can <laughs> start on other games. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you guys for joining. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is Fortwan. Yeah, you can catch us at Hunters Hub Pod on Twitter. Be sure to join our Discord, which you can get to through the Twitter if you ask or something. It's also open. Uh, I don't know if you can just search it and find Hunter's Hub, but it's there. It should be easily able for anyone to join. And um, we'll be here next week with the quiz show of, and oh yeah, I'm supposed to tell you guys the years, (laughs) which I did do just before the show because I had forgot till then. So, all right, we're ready.
2: Looks second. like Sasha
0: is. And he's doing it on his phone. Go ahead. Good. All right, nineteen
2: ninety five. Hey, happy birthday to me!
0: Oh, is that when you were born? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, two thousand two. Two thousand six, which I'm pretty sure is a repeat.
1: Ah, uh, yes, I was. Doing a lot of gaming in this time.
0: 2014, and I believe this is a first for us. I don't think we have done it, but it'll be it'll be a recent one. 2021. All right. So we will have games from those categories. I have decided against doing the April Fool's thing and doing bad games. Dang it.
2: (laughs) Or maybe he's
1: going to, and he's just telling us that that's the April Fool. No, I know for it.
2: He's.
0: (laughs) I am not a good liar at all. If I told you about when I tried to lie to my ex-wife about doing the laundry, that was way bad. Because she checked first. She's like, did you do the laundry? I was like, yes. She's like, I can tell you didn't do the laundry because it's still sitting in the in the thing. And I was like, I did the laundry. <laughs> I am sticking to my sword. <laughs> I am a terrible liar. So, because uh, like when faced with, with utter <laughs> truth, apparently I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't lie. I, that's why I normally don't. But <laughs> yes, those years. Um, if you want to catch up with Ace and the drama, he's dug a rabbit hole through on Twitter. <laughs> at Ace Magic Gaming on Twitter. He does video game stuff too. It's okay. He's awesome. And uh, yeah, Sasha is just Kirby on the. Clip,
2: Kirby clips to post.
0: Okay. I have not made any clips for Kirby, honestly. But I've been focused on the girls when I've been playing so far. Because yeah. like when the girls are up, Kirby's in the Switch. And then when they go to bed, I switch it out to Triangle Strategy. And I'm trying to get through the game. So
2: Makes sense. Again.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then Sasha is just on the Discord. <coughs> Very busy person. So you can contact her there if you want to. Have any questions about stuff. And we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week with our... Fifth quiz uh, quiz show. So, yay! And we can put numbers up now. See ya!
2: Bye bye.